0: To the first-time podcast, I'm your host Tad. If this is your first time listening to First-Time Podcast, welcome, and let me explain. It's really, really simple. Either me or my guest have watched a movie for the first time, and we're going to talk about it. Today, all three of us have watched a movie for the first time, and again, if this is your first time, go back and listen to our episode from last year where we talked about the movie before this one. But my guests today are two Scream Kings fanatics of the Scream franchise. I have Scary Gary Cooper with me and Blake Howsworth. What's up? So, like I love it. Yeah, like uh, last year we got together and chatted and you two are like the number one Scream fans I know. And of course, you know, the new one just came out less than a week ago and I had to have you back on to talk about it. So uh, I guess we can just sort of jump into it. Let's hear from Scream 6. It's for you.
1: Strange that you and I have never spoken on the phone. This is long overdue.
2: What is this place? A shrine.
1: Did you miss me?
0: He's gonna keep coming after us. Maybe he gets to win this time. We've gotta lure him in. Gonna we execute him. I hear you're a horror fan. It's been said. Everywhere Friday. All right. Scream 6, written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick, directed by Matt Benatelli, Open and Tyler Gillette, better known as Radio Silence. Starring Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, Melissa Barrera as Sam Carpenter, Jenna Ortega as Tara Carpenter, Jasmine Savory Brown as Mindy Meeks Martin, Mason Gooding as Chad Meeks Martin. Dermot Mul- Mulroney as Detective Bailey. We have Jack Champagne as Ethan. Josh Seguera as Danny the Cute Guy Bracket. Uh, Liana Lamberto as Quinn Bailey and Hayden Panetieri returning as Kirby. So yeah. yeah, Kirby! Overall, favorite. two huge Scream fans. Yay, nay, it seems like I, everybody I know is two thumbs up for this one.
2: Oh, the movie sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Really it's feel... my first five-star movie of 20... Yeah. It's my first five-star movie of 2023 so far. I mean, like, I absolutely loved it. I was actually trying to pencil it in to go see it, like, yesterday or today even, because I wanted to see it a second time for doing this. But I, I probably will see it a second time and a third, because I liked it that much. It's really good.
0: Well, that's what Blake was saying, is that he's going to go see it again tomorrow night.
3: Well, I get I get paid to go see it tomorrow night. So I can't really say no to that cuz it's it's for work related, but uh Well, there you go. Yeah, you no, know, you, you can't. Can't. It's a win-win on that. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh I, I I I thought about this too and I mentioned this to Tad the other day that uh I had nothing but a, a lot of contempt for Scream 5 just because it maybe it takes me a while to warm up to new cast members and you're so used to how things are, even though I still am not a great fan of Scream 3, um, and I I, I tend to enjoy Scream 4 now more than Scream 3, but once it got to 6 here, I, I just felt like I was more at home with the characters. They did a really good job just kind of flowing right into that. You know, it's a new setting and all that stuff, but uh, you still have familiar characters from the last one, and then bringing kirby back you know there's a lot of good things you know that you can go into this movie with
0: but yeah i should have I, 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 I said right off the top before we get too deep into it that if for some reason you're listening to this and you haven't seen it hit stop because we're going to spoil the shit out of everything
2: yeah i was going to say the same thing uh spoiler alert out the gate so if you haven't watched it or even Scream four because i feel like we could be spoiling Scream four for you right now talking about kirby but i mean at this point everybody's been talking the fact that kirby's in this movie again so uh and that's on you for not knowing that part right there, but I agree with, you know, uh, that it takes almost like a minute sometimes to like grab onto a new cast. The original, the legacies, but I feel with Scream 5 that I, I grabbed a connection instantly with these new cast members. Like I found a connection with the Carpenter sisters and, uh, the Meeks Martin twins and all that, you know, it's just, I instantly fell in love with these characters and then, the backstory that goes along with, you know, Sam Carpenter and stuff. So, I mean, that got me really hyped for this. Like, I feel like these guys, these characters can continue the franchise on even further. So I, yeah, I feel they're going to, they're going to do really good things with hopefully a sequel.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, we're at six and finally, I mean, it's funny because I've, I've heard so many people say, you know, we're finally leaving Woodsboro for the first time and not really. We went to, College, we went California. Outside, California. Well, yeah, exactly. We did sort of either. see yeah. yeah, a big city for the first time. Um, and of course, they they go to New York, and this is already drawing huge parallels. Right when it was announced, people were like, Jason takes Manhattan. And we know the filmmaker sort of leaned into that, and and there was some Easter eggs right away. Uh, but it's it's funny because it's like this is how a good franchise goes to New York. But my only critique of that, how do you not do Times Square in this movie at all? Ghostface in Times Square. Budget, maybe? And and I, those, I don't know.
2: With one of those Easter eggs you're talking about, you know, when we'll get into somebody's room, somebody's apartment, you know, little Easter eggs on the TV. You know, oh, yeah. Jason, Takes, Jason Takes Manhattan was being played, but it was more on the level of the fact that it was Jason goes take the boat to Manhattan, you know, yeah, because yeah. it was the boat scene, you know, it's like why did they not do the whole Times Square scene right there, but I feel like that was kind of a throw at that franchise right there, how they made Jason take to Manhattan, but they uh, showed him on the boat as their Easter egg because that's pretty much all that fucking movie was.
0: Well, I think everybody was a little apprehensive when they announced that this was going to be going to New York. Um, I, am, I I, don't hold this franchise quite as wholly as you two, so I was like, Bring it on, take him take take ghost ghostface to space, I'm okay with that um but you know, and then we saw sort of our first like teasers, and we saw ghostface using a shotgun in a bodega, which was very different uh, but uh, one of the cool things about the Scream franchise is that ghostface is just a mask on a human, every movie, a different human, and so that's what makes has, it so good yeah, he has a different franchise- a different sort of uh a character, a different attitude, a different everything about him, or every movie, of course, it seems to be sort of played by, uh, you guys know this, is it played by the same stunt guy from movie to movie? I, I mean think I heard somebody... Mo- yeah.
3: I heard somebody uh, talk about how they were really uh, happy that they got to play Ghostface in this, because I know that uh, the same gentleman that played uh, Michael in H2O played... Uh, like Brad Sc- Laurie or something? Yeah, it was... Uh, Damn it, I know his name, uh, but he—I he forget was, his name. He was Ghostface stupid. in Scream uh, Two, I think, or something like that. There was what was it? I think Scream Two and uh, Halloween H two O were they came out around the same time, I think. And So they yeah. uh, it was a Chris Durand or somebody. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what that his name is. It, yeah, uh, he played both, and that's why there's that scene of—I I mean, probably not just for him, but there's you know they're watching uh, CC uh, in yeah. that scene from Scream Two. In the dorm rooms.
0: But, so. like, Ghostface always has these sort of, like, he's very animated. Like, it feels like when the mask is on, it's the same. It's, for some reason, it feels like it's the same slasher. You know what I mean? Like, from movie right. to movie, you sort of forget that Ghostface is just a costume on a different person every time. Yeah. But, of course, they probably have to keep in mind that if, like, there's a really short character or a really tall character in a movie, it would give it away right away if they're not careful with that, too. So, you know that the actor's not under that.
3: Well, Mask. it's probably all about—I I, I suppose if you were to critique every little angle of when Ghostface attacks, trying to figure out which character it would be, you'd probably lose, because they, they're probably just— I mean, it's the same guy doing all of it. Now, I would be honest with you, I would prefer the actors to jump in there to have a nice little fun thing at the end, be like, that was who killed that person, or that was the person in this scene. But it would look really weird when you've got Laurie Metcalf. Right. You know, being short, or you know, that was the whole thing with Scream Five. That girl... well, they kind
2: of did that in Scream Five, though. Yeah, Scream when, Five when was taking
3: that girl was so yeah, short w- though. Spoilers. Like, they killed Dewey. Yeah. Like,
2: well, when she was <laughs> taking Dewey out, standing over Dewey, that was clearly her. In the Ghostface costume. Yeah. Spoiler alert, you haven't seen Scream 5, sorry guys, go back and listen to last year's podcast.
3: <laughs> but but uh, she yeah. must have got some big boots or something. Something had to. Yeah,
2: well, more than likely, because I mean, did you see what Hayden Pantera was wearing or whatever? Or, not her, but Jenna Ortega in general. Like, she has to wear yeah, five foot platforms in order to stand that, because she is so freaking tiny. Yeah. But yeah, that that was clearly the, uh, the, what oh, what's her name? Mikey, what, or, what's the actress that plays Amber in Scream 5? Something Mikey or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was her standing over Dewey. And you can tell, because, like, it's a tiny-bodied face, ghost face with a bulletproof vest on and shit. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's so small. But there is a few YouTube channels out there that sit there and try to, like, pick which ghost face killed who. Like, yeah. who was the killer in this scene? Who was the killer in that scene? You know, so people, fans, have tried to do it forever. And it would be kind of fun, I guess, if they would do it in the series. But, as, you know, Tab was saying, it's like, hey, you look at it, it's just a, a person wearing a mask, so it's like, Kane Hodder
0: going around telling people with a hockey mask on for four movies, you know, so. Well, it's like, it's weird because I feel like even though Ghostface changes from movie to movie, it's like that character's more consistent with the body language and mannerisms. He's always tripping over things and he gets hit and his arms flail. He's very, very animated, like because the actor has to be, but it's like whoever's doing this has been consistent from movie to movie. Like you just sort of just feel like it's almost like slapstick comedy when when Ghostface is chasing somebody you know he's going to trip over a bunch of shit get hit in the head like it's not Michael Myers where you cannot touch him and if you hit him he's, he he rises right back up and keeps coming like a machine and that's what's sort of cool about Ghostface
3: well i mean he's you know it's it's there's lots of head nods there's definitely wiping the fucking knife clean
0: and the uh, the sound of the slashing yeah
3: yeah uh, it's um you know and that's the one thing that um i at least they've evolved is the mask the mask has constantly changed and, it, and it's not like it's really been bad at any time it's just different variations of the mask because obviously you're not going to have the same mask every time and different people are getting it so who knows in in the in the, the world of scream you know there's probably manufacturers that are still pumping these out right. and they're just buying which one they want and i know that i felt and i don't know if i noticed this or not was the robe sparkly this time around where the last time i don't remember seeing it glisten at all. yeah it-
2: it had spark. Well, there okay. was a few sparkle costumes. Okay. In the last one too. but it's kind of hard it is hard to see. Stuff. I will say though, in this one here, there were a lot of there were a lot of really good shots of Ghostface. Like that one uh, Entertainment Weekly magazine, or whatever shot of Ghostface with all the like streamer like things just all over the mm. place. and like packing away. I mean, there were some really good shots of Ghostface yeah. in this uh, movie. Plus, I love the idea of like doing the whole old worn up worn down mask and everything i mean you know, halloween ripoff type shit but i well, mean and I was a little it great
3: i mean i've seen what a mask does like when it's been sitting around for a long time and it mostly looks dec- yeah. like it's colorization is all messed up and it's but there's no like yeah this is this, a 10 year old mask right? there's no correct <laughs> i mean i mean if you're if you're saying a mask from 30 years ago is that how long it's been or how long from the first movie give or take So, I don't know if it would crack like that, but it still looks cool. Well,
0: that's what I was going to ask you guys. Are you okay with that? Because Gary pointed out the thing where everyone immediately was like, oh, they went the Halloween 2018 route and made it sort of have, like, more, almost like it's more like an old, like, it's a human aging, because it has, like, wrinkles and creases where latex more dry rots and and literally falls apart like zombies. It crumbles, yeah. Yeah.
2: I got a zombie mask over here right now, that the bottom part right here. Yeah, it's just crumbling up, like, The face, everything looks fine. It's a little hard, but it isn't like how Michael Myers looked in, you know, Halloween 2018 or whatever They probably
3: could have pulled back a bit on the mask, but I'm not going to complain. At least that kind of, it was an intriguing thing because you had that mask and then you had a couple others in the movie. So that's why it was kind of like, okay, how many people are doing this right now? Because the mask is changing here or there.
0: Sort of yeah, which, g- hinted yeah. to, like, that there's more than one or maybe more than two. I, well, that, and
3: that's the thing, too. I thought because, you know, the rumors had been circulating that there was this cult, which there technically still is. But I thought three we cult, were yeah. going to get like seven like, or eight like, of them. And I'm like, like, like an oh, army, crap, there's like an army of, of Ghostface,
0: yeah. like people who I mean, that would sort of play to the times right now, you know, with like well, the mob mentality. I mean, we had that in Halloween kills, you know, the, the mob mentality. I mean, well, Segway. So. Yeah
2: yeah let's segue on with that you know go go let, let, let's talk about the beginning of the movie shall we
0: the very shall opening ruined the beginning
2: yeah for everybody right here or right the, now I, this is like yeah.
0: yeah go ahead gary
2: yeah i'm just saying like so we're talking about multiple ghost faces first of all and in reality like this screen did something that none of the other franchises have ever done and i love every bit of it we got the killer reveal in the first kill of the movie, at least what we thought was the killer. Right Because away. we had, well, what's his name, killing, uh, Lamar Weaver. Or Flash Thompson his name
3: is. from Spider Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, that's, why, that's all I want to call him. Yeah, Flash Thompson from Spider Man, you know? What's up, Dick? Right. But, uh, no, we, we get him killing his professor, of who's like a professor of, like, slasher movies or whatever, which is kind of funny, you know, in an alley in New York City, and this and that, and instantly takes the mask off. We get to see this killer reveal, and then him go back to the apartment. We see that he runs into Tara on his way to his apartment talking to her, you know, like, oh, hey, what's up? And then goes back talking to his best friend, like, hey, I ran into Tara, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're planning on killing Tara because they want to finish Richie's movie. Like, holy shit, these two guys, they're, like, showing who the killers are around me. Like, what are they doing? Like, are we going to get to follow them all along? And then that know who the killers are and kind of just have that like in the back of our heads like we know but they don't so therefore it's, it's going to create a different element yeah, but then clever. it was great because in typical screen fashion that was like a red herring itself that oh no they're not the killers they're getting killed so we lost two killers in the beginning and then we get you know what we get at the end of the movie as well so i mean we did see a shit ton of ghost face in one screen movie
0: right if you think about it well yeah. do you consider the the Again, spoiler if you made it this far, fuck off. Uh, we're, yeah. we're done, I'm done warning you, <laughs> but uh, sorry, yeah. the, the, no, the other, the other ghost face that they reveal in the in his fridge, which is a Friday the 13th part two, uh, homage is he never we never see him don the mask, but we know that he was going to be a ghost face. So, do you consider him a ghost face?
3: Well, and that's I mean. a, yeah, I guess, but not something that, uh, I like of, if
0: we're counting them, we have. Four that we saw in the Ghostface costume, but we would have five if you included him.
3: And then we had what's her name in the actual Ghostface costume, uh taking up her.
0: Well, then we. have oh, yes. you know how yeah, yeah. many how many we got? Yeah. <laughs> maybe we are so, at seven. So, I mean, so, so we're almost you know. at
2: seven. Yeah, that's yeah, six right there.
0: And then on the, is that alluding count- to the seventh movie? I say okay, and then count them, count them all on the subway. We had like another. Oh God, you yeah. know. <laughs> Which <laughs> I always thought but no, like, I, I was bet one that thing. That intro was great. One, one thing, thing we, we, we never really got in, like, the Halloween franchise outside of the one scene in Halloween 4 is, like, Haddonfield, uh, you know, we don't see people, like, buying Michael Myers masks. Uh, of course, that was yeah, – but it's like, what's the difference? You know, Ghostface at this point has killed as many people as Michael Myers, uh, even though it's a different killer every time. It would just – it's like true crime. People, if they knew what the mask was, would, would go looking for it. People dress right. up as, as Ted Bundy this past Halloween and stuff, so I don't know. Uh,
2: R.I.P. Ben Raymer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, yeah that's true. Too. Halloween too. yeah. yeah. Um, but, but like yeah, the, 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 the intro, it was, it was very much fun. an homage to, we had the, uh, like I said, the Friday 13th nod with the, the killer in the fridge uh, talking on the phone. But uh, we also, I mean, it's an homage to the first scream where we reveal a big blonde star that has been talked about openly that's going to be in the movie, Samara Weaving. Uh, we knew know, she was getting it. We knew that she was going to be the see. first kill from the get-go. And Gary, you know I, what? I love that I am an idiot when I watch movies because I watch these and I'm oblivious to everything that's going to happen. I that's good. I'm not one of those people that can figure out what's going to happen. I have friends who are like, I knew right away that blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nope, not me. My brain doesn't work that way. So when I see Samara Weaving, even in the opening, knowing that all these movies open with a kill and a phone call, I'm like, Oh, you know Samara Weaving. She's a very big name. She worked with Radio Silence in Ready or Not. She's she's getting. She's actually probably besides Jenna Ortega the biggest name in the movie, or, or Courtney Cox too. But it's like, you know, certainly just like Drew Barrymore, they wouldn't just put her in the opening scene to kill her, would they? Samara
2: Weaving is Radio Silence. Is Drew Barrymore though. right? Right. You know.
0: Yeah. So they they went ahead and, and did that in a really tense scene, but they twist it with the whole like. Okay, we know the killer. Something's got to be up, which, you know, I love the intro to like Scream 4, where we think it's something and then it's a movie within a movie within a movie. It's very meta. Very meta. So, this is really cool. They keep reinventing this intro and somehow doing the same thing, but doing it in a different way. And this was really smart, where I was like, obviously, something's going on here, but uh, this is too easy. You know, this. It happened too quick. Right. This ghost face knows uh the girls like runs into them, it's a classmate of theirs. This is like we can't just know right away. This the whole franchise of Scream is who is the killer.
2: Exactly. And you know what's funny is the fact that that, that actor the his uh character's name in the movie is Jason, you know? <laughs> so nice. so it's like and he's watching Friday thirteenth there and then obviously the the Friday thirteenth dude killed on his roommate or whatever in the refrigerator is just it's that whole metaverse right there. But I really thought he was going to have a bigger part in the movie, so I really thought the movie was really going to focus on, like, true crime. Like, there's going to be a bunch of fandoms towards, like, somebody that was just obsessed with sad murders, you know, and going to follow that, because, of, like, true crime's everywhere. I'm many wives or girlfriends or whatever sit on their couch all night, watch true crime, and obsess over the fact how their husband's going to possibly kill them when they're really planning their own murder.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and and I guess I'm only I'm, I no guess I'm no only one. You're, you're not you're not alone no, uh, I know people who just started True crime podcasts because like mm-hmm. with their wives or girlfriends because it's like I want to get my lady into this podcasting thing, how can I do it? Oh, let's talk true crime mm.
2: yeah, well, the shout out to the last podcast and the left post or the movie too
0: right, yeah, it's yeah, uh, to hang
2: it up in the background
0: yeah there's there's some really strange little Easter eggs and cameos throughout this movie, um. One that I read about today was in Quinn, the roommate, when, she's, when uh, Sam comes home, back to the apartment and she's having uh, sex in the other room, and we, we just hear the guy that she's hooking up with, and it's sort of a, you know, it's like comic relief a little bit where she's like, is that Greg? And he's like, who's Greg? Uh, that, that guy, that's Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave and SNL and one of the funniest films oh. alive. I guess Radio wow. Silence is just like huge fans. And uh, we're like, we want him in the movie, but we know if you see him, it's going to be distracting because he's he's a goofy looking dude. So let's right. just use his voice. I mean, he voiced uh, Ugly Sonic in the Chip and Dale's movie. He's, he's, you know, I'm surprised I didn't recognize the voice, but what a strange little Easter egg. They used like a, a sound from the movie X uh, when the, uh, Ghostface was knocking at the sy- psychiatrist's door. Uh, that was a sound clip from X. Like what is, what I guess, you know. Go for it. Yeah, that, yeah, nice,
2: yeah. nice tribute to the current great horror
0: movies. You right know, and Jenna I mean, Ortegas but, in that, and and yeah. they, they all worked on the VHS franchise. That's where they also Radio Silence right. and, and Ty West got their start. But uh, we won't open too many tabs to the side here. But uh, after that intro, we sort of learn why they're in New York uh, because they they went to uh, it would have been Tara moved to uh, New York to go to school with. Uh, what is it? Mindy and Chad. They all went to school and Sam just oh. sort of followed because she's very, very protective of her little sister, which very understandable what just happened.
3: Well, and that was sounding this, a
0: little bit like screen two.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Dewey, I mean, Sam is kind of the Dewey character in this, where she followed them. De- Dewey, had right. no De- Dewey had no to reason to go yeah. to Windsor College. I mean, he was he was already a sheriff. Well, he was just a je- deputy or whatever at that time, but uh, you know and that was the same thing with Scream 3 where you know everyone was in California but Sid so how do we get Sid to go from Cali- to wherever she's hiding right. at how do yeah. we get her to come out and connect the two and and that's been the hardest thing is trying to find a way where this feels natural where you're not forcing characters i mean just like the last one their their whole scheme and i mean th- they had to do it this way how do we get Sydney to come back to Woodsboro after she was just in Woodsboro by the way Scream 4 and 5, or Scream 4 and then just Scream, they were the first movies that just stayed in the same location. Every movie we've, we've flipped, yeah. and we still need to do that. I, I, I feel like <clears> I don't want to actually go back to Woodsboro for a while. We've, we've lived there. We're good. Right. We've been there three times. I know the place. Yeah. I, it's not great. People <laughs> die. <laughs> you know. So I think it's just trying to find a natural way to bring these characters back. But of all, above all... Uh this movie proved that you don't need Nev Campbell in this movie. You can mention mm-hmm. Sidney Prescott, but the fact that they gave her a family, whether it's Mark from, you know, right. Patrick Dempsey and but she's got two kids now. So first off, that tells me that tells me two things. They don't need to have her come back, and she's not gonna be the damn killer. Like yeah. I've heard that and I'm like I just uh,
2: I get tired of hearing that one too. It's like yeah. uh that, that that's overplayed. She's gonna come in. This is it. Sydney is not gonna be the killer. Nope. She's 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 done with this shit. She's gonna run away and go away. And I kind of feel that the little nod they gave to Sydney to kind of explain why she's not in the movie was kind of a little bit of a. I feel the team behind Radio Silence because they don't get to sign the checks at the end of the day. You know, we're trying to like okay be nice at the same time, kind of slap in the gut. Like, no, she deserves her happy ending, but did she really get it? Because she got like denied the money she was deserving of. Because she is the queen of this franchise. I
3: think,
1: you know, it's, but it is what it
2: is.
3: I don't know. I I feel that the best thing was it to you need to let these characters breathe. These well, characters need to survive exactly. on their own without Gale, with without Dewey or Dev. I mean, they, you know.
2: And I just, agree with you on this level that this new cast. I mean, it's fine. They they, they do fine with this, with the movie. It's like well, let's move on. Yeah. This this movie here showed that we can have have a scream franchise with that Cindy Prescott yeah. and it worked great. I mean, it's being named like one of the best screens out there as of right now, you know, high on the list of one among many scream fans.
0: Yeah. It's sort of, I mean, it's a, it's a catch 22 because it's like, obviously you, we haven't killed her and she is the face of scream, but this is like, it's crazy when you uh, sitting at the theater, And everybody's like, there's like age guys are group, you know, age group like late thirties, early forties who were around saw the original in theaters, and then there's like this new group of teenagers, and we had sort of that meta in the last movie of like this is a requel, you know, a a sequel, but it's a reboot at the same time. Where now we have this franchise with the core four, and these are this is their Sydney, you know, that's like Gail and and Dewey and and Sid were like our our scream, and we need to sort of you know, past the torch, I guess. And, you know, we still have to have that, uh, franchise character, that original, you know, and, and it got to be Gale. And I think they did that really well without like making, I was a little worried. They would be like, okay, well we, ha- we still have her. So she's going to be the new Sid where she's like the face of it. And they had just enough Gale in it where it was believable, but she also stepped back. Like, well, she had her moment, she was badass still, Yeah, but, but she's also proved that she's still a bit. She wrote the book, even though she said she wasn't going to. And well, that, yeah, that's that's yeah.
2: the best part right there, she went back to OG Gail right True there. Gail, like, yeah. She said yeah. she wasn't going to write this book, and she was going to write about Dewey, and then you could just I, get that vibe coming into this movie that, no, Gail fucking wrote a book again, and now it's like going back to bitchy-ass Gail Weathers, you know, like, hey, I had to do it, somebody was going to
3: well, if she became soft, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it, it's not her character. Her character is a fighter and her character is someone that's just like, I'm going to make money. I'm going to get my fame where I could get it. I, I don't care who toes yep. deal with it. I'm Gail Weathers. You know who I am. I don't really care. Right. No apologies. And you could accept it. I'll dodge the first hit, but I took <laughs> the second one. That was amazing. That was the a punch. great, yeah. that punch was, uh, was great. It's like, she's learned, but she's, there's two of them. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, so, uh, I, in general, just, uh, it, like I said, it's sort of just bittersweet because it's like, I imagine it's really tough for her to see, like, you know, they, did, they couldn't pay her what she, she probably deserved. We don't know that number, we, but, you know, as fans, we think they should pay. And like you said, Radio Silence, from what I'm reading, like, they had written this whole script with Sydney, plan on her being in it when they couldn't make a deal they had to, like rush like wh- they they pushed back production by like a week because they had right. to rewrite and then for it to come out and be the highest grossing is like well i that's guess that's a hail mary on that one and they're lucky I get it. yeah, they're, they're lucky but it's like it's also bittersweet because it's like you know she pro- Nev campbell was probably hoping like oh watch watch this burn to the ground and not be you know popular without me they they need me and they just proved like actually we don't we did better without you and it's it's a bummer but it's you know, cash, money talks. Exactly.
2: And, and, and you know, that Campbell could have been using tactic as well. Like, well, maybe if, you know, I'll throw a ridiculous number out to them and they pay it. Well shit, I guess I'll be in this movie, you know, but if not, just, you can, like she's got to want to be done with a franchise. You know, I mean, it's, she's, she's been screened for five fucking movies. Like, Okay. Uh, I'm moving on my life. That's that, you know? So, I mean, but if you want to pay me a ridiculous money amount of money to be in the movie, I guess I'll do it. But, Don't eat her. I mean, it it, it worked just fine. You think
3: uh, Hayden Pantiera was already aboard before Nev left?
0: What happened with her, yeah, I think she was. They tried to get her for Scream 5. She hasn't worked in, like, five or six years, which I didn't. I knew she was on that, like, Nashville show or whatever, but I didn't realize she pretty much had left the industry, and they said that they tried to get her, and they literally could not. Like, she didn't have an agent. They couldn't literally find her, and finally they – because like one of the producers also worked on Nashville and had her personal phone number, and she was like, "Yeah, I've been wanting to come back," and it was just a matter of miscommunication. Uh, but I think it's better that like we, because she's sort of like this this middle ground, like where we have the original cast of legacy characters, we have our new cast. She's like somewhere in the middle. We don't have a whole like most of the cast from that era is like you know gone. Like they bring in new people basically to kill them, and they kept the the core cast. It's nice to have someone that's in the middle. Cause this links all of them. Like this is one of the most consistent franchises. They haven't retconned much of anything other than like Dewey's limp, you know, a few things like that, but they, they've they done a really good job of making sure to stay true to what they've put in their movies. And, and we don't in slasher franchises, especially we're on the six one and it's still consistently good. You know, some people are saying it's like their second or third favorite one. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. it's
3: amazing how this could come out and, you know, you had, uh, what, Creed 2 or Creed 3? I can't keep track Creed of it. Creed 3, yeah. Creed 3. Creed 3 came up then, yeah. And then you had that, was it 60? 60, 65. 65. And somehow, Scream 6, you, I mean, you say that out loud, it's pretty crazy to think about how, and it's got the second biggest, you know, number since the first one, if you're going to look at the box office gross for each of those films. And there's a reason for that, though. I mean, they are... Trying to re- reinvent things, they are still having you know people that you can relate to, and it it has several generations involved into it, and they're trying to think of new twists, and they're trying to push that gore, and they're pushing those yeah, it's like very brutal, yeah, that that brutalness. I mean, I'm sorry, but it it, it makes me. I I thought about when uh, he came or she came, whoever came to the uh, the door of the psychiatrist, yeah. and stabbed him in the face just to get a record versus. Someone ransacked the the room in screamed three to get Sydney's um, yeah. file, like or yeah. what? I mean, it was so tame back then, you know. That he
2: was well, like, just, "I don't need to kill to anybody," you know. Yeah, it lives up to the hype, of, like with the cat said. you know, when you're trying to sell a movie, you're trying to sell a movie, and then and all the interviews, like Jenna Ortega and Melissa Barrera, are all like, "Oh, this is the glorious and the most brutal scream movie you'll ever watch." Is so like, okay, you're trying to sell movies, tickets or whatever, but this was. Like, I thought stream five was the most brutal stream of I hadn't seen to date, you know? So now this one, that, that topped it, they're living up to the slash of, like, tropes, like, hey, it's gotta be bloodier, more kills, and more graphic, and they really did a good job of that because, yeah, like, the, the therapist getting the knife to the face, uh, the hacking, the brutal stabbing, and just a lot of that, you know, like, it was really good. The, seeing the chopped up body in the refrigerator, you yeah. know? That's yeah. something we never, besides Drew Barrymore hanging from a tree with a guts hanging out, which got, you know, edited all the shit because, you know, of the, MPNA, the rating yeah. board. Yeah. You know, they made him reshoot. I'm like, you can find some cuts every now and again with, you know, Steve's guts actually falling out of his belly in the first screen movie. But any version most people watch is like totally edited out. You didn't get to see all that, you know? Well, and what? But this one was really grotesque and brutal.
3: Yeah. And I, I think that you have to have a balance. And uh, the one thing, especially when you're. Introducing characters still, and, and people are still getting adjusted to the new cast. You have to have breathable moments. You have to have moments like at the dinner table, you know, where they're, where they're talking about the core four. Right. And they're, they're outside. Four, four. And they're, you know, in, they're kind of calling back to, you know, the uh, fountain scene still. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing you have to have enough of those moments where the audience, the cast, can just connect a little bit. You can build a little relationship with them there before you start picking things so you, off and so moving too quickly. Shit, yeah. Because if you do this and you do it wrong, you're not going to give a shit. I don't care. Right. Like, I, I, I got to say this. Chad, Ch- uh, Chad Meeks, I didn't care about his character in Scream 5. But here's the thing. They're like, all right, let's put him and Jenna Ortega's character together a little in a bit. In relationship, Let's yeah. slowly build his character out a little bit. He's not just the basic jock, right? He's he's, he's a, a nice s- guy that's a sensitive gonna... sweetheart. It, protective. Well, he's he, protective. As he's protective shit. yeah, the
2: protector, yeah. Yeah,
3: and that's the thing. I like that character now. You made me like that character. I didn't care about that character. And now, he's the new goddamn Dewey. I mean, yeah. my God, he's going to... Ha- What's he going to be like in 37? <laughs> how are
0: you going to kill him? Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, he I, might I, as well I, just... I mean, are we...
2: Yeah. we <laughs> sure Gail, Gail's not going to be the new Dewey? Because how many times does she, like, I mean, I feel like we're we're going, like, jumping all around, but, like, we're going back to Gail now. It's like, how many times does she get shot, stabbed in all the other movies? Gail, like, what did she take in this movie? Yeah. I she's think like, Gail has she was had dead. the
3: least amount of issues, though. She's been usually shot once. and yeah. Or maybe a, a stab, but she hasn't been, like, she's up usually, until this movie, yeah. She's usually out of the way. And so. I, I gotta give it, and then they bring it up in the trailer too. But the fact that he even says they've never talked before, and I'm like, how would he know that? Either way, the killer. But right, either way, not the same. Yeah, yeah right. either way, it. It's like, hey, I'm the audience. The, the Ghostface is the audience. Right. So he's kind of making sure that we're all aware of, like, yeah, this hasn't this, happened before. This is a big moment. This is yeah. big, guys. Focus. You know. Well, like, and
2: yeah. he, even when it almost did, Randy meets at the phone from. Yeah, right, intercepted the it. Board. Yeah, he intercepted the call, so it's like it was almost there, but yeah. But no, you know, let's uh So let's, let's let's get to the point of like the level of the, the the crime stuff and the, the obsession with the stab movies or the, the actual killings in this, you know, like the fact that after the first killing with the two wannabe ghost space killers when the crime scene they find the mask and they're like, Oh, this has DNA from uh Richie Hirsch, Hirsch or whatever It's like I love the fact that from each crime scene, they find a new ghost mask that belongs to an original ghost killer, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, where are these coming from? What's the connection? He's leaving yeah. tr- traces, like, uh, almost like trophies, like daring them to catch him. Uh, and you know, right from the beginning, we like, we had those two film students that were obsessed with slashers, which I'm like, sorry, if you're a film student, you're probably not watching Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, that's, that's a movie that you like because you're nostalgic for it. Not because it's, it's, it's a bad movie and any, any young person anyways, um, we'll move past that. But uh, no, I, I, it's, yeah, it's, uh I sort of lost my train of thought there, but. Well, I I want to get
3: this out of the way real quick. Did anybody, I, I and maybe you did, man, but did you think that like, uh, the whole, like, uh, the idea of naming who the killers were killer, did you have some uh, ideas on that? Like, Tad, you know, he wasn't... <laughs> go, go,
2: going into the movie, because I had a conversation with somebody a couple of months after, like, Kirby got announced, Like, right? and they showed that shrine, I was like, I had a feeling Kirby was going to be one of the killers because of the fact of she survived with girl, and she became a cop, and who would have a way to get all that actual evidence, crime yeah. scene memorabilia you know and i'm thinking like maybe that's gonna be the, the, the spin right there's gonna be Kirby, but that seems too obvious but the next thing like and, and the trailers and they didn't say this in, in the movie at any given time but in a lot of the trailers they were like i'm something different
3: yeah i i know and I and, and
2: what's something different there's never been a, a ghost face killer that's been a cop so i really felt this time it was going to be a police officer which led me to Deputy Bailey or whatever his name is, you know. I was going to say,
0: you're partially right there when, you, when you're when you thinking it might be a cop, and then, yeah, we get a cop, yeah.
2: So I, I, I was thinking Kirby and him were actually in it together, and just, you know, I don't know what their motive really would have been, going into why they want to go ahead and get Sam and Tara, you know, and, and the Meek twins and all that. So, I mean, but I just had a feeling when they showed that shrine in the trailer, which, God, it's another one of those things that, it, it hypes you up, but I kind of wish... They wouldn't have and it makes me want to watch trailers less and I try and I try to. I see what I want to see and I quit watching, but they showed it like Alvin Gate in the first big trailer. Just like how they showed freaking Stu Mocker's House in the trailer in Stream Five. Like oh, that yeah. would have been a great way to just to, to holy shit, Goosebumps. That's like oh a throwback. Why did they, they do just, that?
3: That's true. Yeah, exactly. They, they really it's like they purposely did it for the audience to react, but the trailer ruined that reaction. And as much yeah, exactly. as Exactly As much as you want to try to cut away from the house when you're in it in scream five, us already kind of knowing them while well, they're at the damn house, like yeah, exactly. either went, way you that it. They like,
0: painstakingly made sure not to, to reveal then, it in the movie, the but reveal it in the trailer. Freaking but just, that's again, where it's like a studio interference. And I, I read that radio silence begged them this time, like, cause they really wanted to put two Ghostface in the trailer. Like, you know, we finally see a scene where there's two people mm-hmm. in the costume at the very end and the theater, and they wanted to put a scene like that. And they're like, stop, do not do that. Like, that's one of our big, like that's a big moment in Scream franchise, having two people dressed as Ghostface. Like we've yeah. always had one in Ghostface. Even if there's two killers, never. You've never two... had them. to Right. Yeah. And that was, that was crazy seeing that. And they're like, they were putting that in the trailer and they're like, do not do that, guys, please. Like we ask you, do not reveal that. And they actually listened. But... Well,
3: and I thought about this going back to your, uh, the two cop idea. And, and, and Kirby seems a little, you know, you're unsure of her, right, and everything, but the whole throwaway line from, um, what's his name, Maroney or whatever, is yeah. like, hey, you better look into her. We don't really know, like, it's a, it's a little like, hey, to the audience, let's figure out, and who are you talking to? You already are yeah. the killer. You're one of the killers, right? You know that she's probably not a killer, too. Maybe he doesn't. But what's his point in telling the what's audience? His, this? What's his end game? Yeah. What's his point in telling the audience that? Well, she's not real FBI. Either way, she's involved, and he's and she's gonna she's gonna screw up your plans. So what is this? Like, why even say that? Like, I better look into her just to right. create doubt yeah, in our heads probably. that he's not it. Yeah. But who
0: is he talking to? Well, you're thinking too much about it. Man. Oh, I, I like, that's, totally where my, am. that's where my that's where my dummy brain. I loves didn't because like because that's I don't, cool. that, I don't catch that pique that that. my hey, head I'm I'm like, you oh, you
2: that what is right that? That's getting too deep. Like some people were getting all mad on the level of like when it was coming out on on, on who the, on the killer's reveal and stuff like that. And Motive was like, well, how did he do this? why? How do, how was he able to use a different name? And it's like you're, you're thinking too deep into it. I mean, things can. Happen. I mean, if, in real life, some like eighteen year old kid can walk around the hospital and act like a doctor, and then start his own fucking practice for five years. Right. I'm pretty sure somebody could transfer three things <laughs> under a different name. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that they they were using masks from previous go face or DNA was found on that you know and there was a lot of good cha- like the scene in the bodega which obviously the you know was all over the trailer but it was still an intense scene and there were a lot of intense scenes in this movie right here like crossing apartment to apartment you know over to like sexy roommate or sexy guy across the hall whatever like oh no I'm not messing with him I knew we knew Sam Carpenter was banging that guy come on now from the get-go. It'll she get had to get started on that
3: guy. That, that, red herring. that actor guy. 100% red herring. And what kills uh, me about that guy was he was such a place filler. He was just there. Well, he was 100%. He, he's he's I agree with you. A that's red herring.
2: What I was going to say right there. He was just a place filler, and it's like, why is Sam really trying to get into a relationship of any kind after the whole trauma behind Richie and this and that, and she's there trying to just, like, protect her sister, and she's under therapy and all this Really shit. incredible. She finds dad, out, yeah. Her well, dad's a serial killer, and, like, okay, I mean, you get it, like, people still gotta get theirs, but you don't know this guy for shit, you know? And he was a total filler, total red herring spot, just to kind of, like, give you that, like, oh, it's the love interest again, because they say that in street five, you know? It's I, always the love interest.
3: I just... It, it... It it wasn't even having him there. It was how he talked. And I've heard the actor talk. And I'm like, that's not your voice oh, in no. this movie. Your voice is, like, oh, get, sultry. And just like, oh, you can't trust anybody. Uh, and I'm just like, dude, like, I can barely hear you. Like, what are you saying? Like, don't
2: take uh, yeah, me out of the it, movie right he, now. He had his like, mouth closed. His mouth was closed, tight, talking all the time. Uh, oh, it, was, know you, it, it was rough. Oh, I'm not going you know to get you. Yeah, yeah. it was rough. Exactly. Uh, I like... I love the love connect between Mindy and Annika more than anything else in the whole oh, movie. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. well... I almost forgot yeah, about that, that was, character. That was <laughs> she just kind yeah. of... Well, that's what I was saying. Let's, let's talk about the newbies. I mean, come on. I'm like, here we are. We're getting introduced to all these new... Because we got the the what you want to call the new legacy characters to be, you know, with the Carpenter sisters and the Meeks-Martin Mi- twins, you know, and then you got to introduce the new ones, the new disposable characters of the franchise, you know, and we all... I just... I knew. I'm like, God damn it, We only I disposed of so what?
3: Much. One? Did we dispose it, I, of one of the main characters? It, that's it. In Not reality, even main, that's it. but right. it was that's just it, the, yeah. it was yeah.
0: her girlfriend. That was it because the other one didn't die. And it then probably my only like nitpick it was because weird. like I I don't I don't like dig deep and find loopholes or or plot holes, but I do think it's they have gotten a little too apprehensive about finally you know you almost have to pick off one of and and especially I don't know are they just afraid like. We right now we're still establishing this core four, but it's like how many times can we almost kill them? I guess it's another Dewey type thing. But, I mean, Gale though, Gale. But you gotta like, keep. I don't know. Well, she's, let, let her she's go. She's the last. She's the last one. I, mean, I know, but but Sydney's still around too, and she's still out there. But I, I did think that was very the way they handled it was basically like I called Sydney, told her don't to come, not to come. That's what should have been the last movie. She should answer the phone and go, "Fuck no, I'm not coming." Click. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bye, I mean, Bye, Gail
3: technically <laughs> looked like she died, and or she did, and they're like, "Let's bring her back." And I'm like, "No, I, I thought
0: she did
2: die." I, yeah, I missed the scene when they said that. Oh, whenever you know what's his name came, was like, "No, oh, Gail's okay in the hospital. She's gonna make it." i was like, I didn't hear that part. I think my head was rambling on other things or whatever, you know. But I was like, because I'm getting ready for the final scene. Not to mention, you know, the movie had its some slow points, so or like like around the table, and the, the talking moments, this and that, but. Let's be real, the movie never stopped. No. Once it started, it, it just kept going,
0: you know. It's the, the longest band- one in the franchise, t- over two hours. Hey, it's Two keep, hours keep it, and it like bam, that. Bam,
2: bam, bam, bam. It needs to yeah, be Yeah, and in- I had to pee so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I and I never get up to go pee in the movie. Like I, I knew I had too so many beards before the movie and it was like thirty maybe forty minutes in, I'm like I almost I thought about getting up for a break, but I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna power through because I feel like I'm gonna miss something, you know? But yeah, I, then I end up missing that whole moment where they said, oh, yeah, Gail's going to make it, but I felt like that was going to be too obvious. Right well, there. in the he scene, does.
3: they say they, they, uh, they've got a weak pulse. Did you yeah, not hear that? It, okay. Like, I, that I heard was, the weak pulse. Yeah, I mean, it was...
2: Uh... And that's what I'm like, oh, she's going to be the new cushion Dewey. Well, that's what I was referring to as her being the new Dewey. Like, yeah. oh, how many, you know, she got hacked up, she'd be dead, but no. And they even played Dewey's music when she was
3: Oh, talking, the like, Dewey theme. The yeah. Hans Zimmer yeah. theme that they pulled yeah. from Scream 2. Well, my thing is, they did a great job pulling Gale Further away from like the main story, she pops in. She does her Gale stuff. She somehow knows where this shrine is at, which I'm assuming that the detective kind of gave her the information. Well, yeah, he, or... led, he
0: led them there by yeah. changing it into their names, because knowing that she was researching. Yeah. It. So,
2: like, but then he even said it like she is a damn good detective because she's like I do a, I do their job better than them.
0: And, and he even said
2: she she is a damn good detective.
3: And they pull Gale away for you to have the scene with the with the uh, her apartment. She fights. She has this line of dialogue: "Don't tell Sid that I, you know, blah 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 blah." And it's I, like, yeah. let her go then. Let her go. We, she's done it. She's been through six movies. We've still got Kirby. Let her go. It's okay.
2: Maybe and they didn't want to kill off. A and I love Gail.: to be another stereotype or another fur. Well, you that's, know, like, that's, oh, that's, who's that's true. Who's gonna be a big legacy character to die now? You know, so maybe that's you what still it was. Got Kirby. Maybe she won't <laughs> be in the next one. But, but yeah, now we got Kirby, you know, exactly. Who, yeah. I I, I like that. I I'll always love the fact that, from what Wes Craven said before he passed away, he's like, well, we never saw Kirby really die. Yeah. She could still be alive. That was because a weird moment in Scream 4. About it in screen movie, and she was going to come back.
3: Even in Scream Wh- 4, whenever it was Kirby a weird died. cut after she died, they just kind of, yeah. She got well, stabbed once and then just, I'm sorry, Kirby. Then he runs away because he's conflicted with his emotions. And then well, you're a, inside the house next, and I'm like, "Oh, what, yeah. what happened to Kirby? Like, is she?
2: Is she yeah, she's out, and no, no, like hospital, like where's Officer no, like, like, Judy? or anything? On. yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, what's going on? But that's one thing we have learned in this franchise here. And let's let's if you don't know this by now, this movie, you know how every screen movie is like, oh, it's a sequel, it's a trilogy, oh, it's a re, it's a remake, it's a requel. This movie is a franchise. That's what they're saying now. Yeah, that right. so it's going up franchise rules." And if there's anything we've learned in this franchise now, if you can get stabbed in the gut, as long as you get stabbed in the gut a bunch of fucking time, you're going to live and be on in the next
3: movie. So you're, you're good to go. Yeah, Chad proved so, that. He had the side,
2: too. Yeah, he, that, and, and that was one hell of a scene right there that we'll, we'll, Ooh, we'll start talking about, it was the vicious. ending right there, like, oh. Yeah, so good, so good. But yeah, poor Annika, R.I.P. only main character, really, to actually get it, you know, like, goddamn. And, I loved her death. I, I was hoping to have more scenes with her, but they had to kill someone, I
0: guess. Yeah, and it was it was a very tense scene, but uh, it's sort of interesting because it wasn't like a stab or a shot. It was like a she sort of I mean she fell and bashed her head on a dumpster. Like it, uh, yeah, it was we have graphic, anything, uh, exactly? Have we had anything like that in the franchise? Other than the head getting crushed in the
3: garage door? Oh yeah, I mean we haven't that was... really had anything. Well, I mean,
0: that... well, what's his name?
2: Uh, the guy who played uh. Randy Ripoff in Scream 3. I forget the the, character, the actor's name,
3: but... Oh, God. I know, forgot he, he got, half the cast thrown, in that darn movie because yeah, it was just awful. Yeah, he got thrown off. That movie was, unfortunately, right to due to yeah. Columbine, due to a lot of things with the MPAA. Destroyed. it was kind of like, we can't have children in the movie. You know, thank God for Lee Schreiber coming back. And I, I, I really wish we would have gotten more Cotton Weary. I was always disappointed <laughs> with that. But you had yeah. all these adults. And I'm sorry... I can't care about adults that much when I, you know, like they're just throwaway characters. Yeah, and I, I, I like Scream
2: Three when it came out. I saw it four off, times.
3: <laughs> like, the, uh,
2: yeah, I, I saw I saw it through, like three times in one week. And I was like, oh, I, I really liked the ending originally. Yeah, but then of course, over the history of Scream movies, it has become my least favorite one. I feel that's the way with a lot of Scream fans out there too. It's hilarious when I meet someone and they, they say that that's their favorite i'm like well good for you i mean that's like the worst one in the franchise <sighs> there's someone you know, that but...
0: there's what are they like halloween three fans that are just being ironic? yeah exactly
2: it, well i mean i love yeah. halloween three: I mean, well, me come too on. but yeah. With,
0: yeah with parker
3: posey in there with with uh, courtney is great too Cartner, i love her yeah courtney cox's freaking bang cut in her hair with her yellow banana outfit with her ridiculous Conversations cool. with Dewey, Jay, and
0: Silent Bob. Segway. Oh. I have some. Uh, this is going to come off as right. pro- we probably shouldn't talk about it, but I I need to address sure. it. It bothered me more than most things in the movie. It shouldn't, but I just I am sad that Hayden has gotten so much work that she doesn't really look like Hayden anymore. Yeah, I
2: think she still looks hot. Though. Oh, like she's definitely attractive. so. She she's got work. I didn't know, know she so... got work, but oh, she sounded different too. Like, her yeah. voice, kind of like had that bit. I she, think she, pulls you know, when people give off like, the back kind of the of gonna,
0: tight oh man, it's great.
2: I I didn't like the short hair in Scream Four though.
0: I didn't like that look on her, honestly. Like she, after she sort of got big and heroes and and scream and then the saying and then she did what so many actresses do, and they she got so much work that she's almost like work done on her face. She's almost unrecognizable. Yeah. And to me, it was like so distracting just because I love that character. I thought she, and she still is very beautiful, but it, she, it's like, Not it makes same. me sad that it's like, you were beautiful before. Like, why is this? Right. It makes you wonder what, like, was it executives that were saying like, you need like your nose is too big or I, I don't know any, but you know, maybe Courtney just, Cox well, they, could they, talks a sense know. into her. Yeah. Because like, look at, look at what, just past weekend, Jamie Lee Curtis takes home an Oscar. From, you know, in 1978, debuted in John Carpenter's Halloween. And she, she looks amazing at her age. Yeah, man. Like, she's she's very outspoken about, like, aging gracefully and being real. Like, you know, it, it, you don't have and And, you know, who am I to say? I'm just, you know. You no,
2: know, it, it's Hollywood and shit. And it's like, it's them damn Kardashians, like, that Kris Jenner would tell her daughters, like, hey, if you're going to get five and surgery, start doing it now. That way people don't realize it, you know? So it's like, everybody <sighs> thinks they got to start doing it at a younger age now. And it's just
0: you destroy your just
2: just age it's gonna happen just
0: deal with it you know and uh and i'm I'm not but with like hayden you know it was like at least i should say kirby not hayden because that character was love love so lovable because it was like the hot chick next door who's into horror movies and knows her shit and she's 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 confident in herself she's independent she's badass and i'm like it's, it's like when she comes back and she doesn't look like herself, it's just like, to yeah. me, I'm, I was distracted every time she's on screen. Cause I'm like, gosh, she looks so different. I mean, look at Courtney Cox oh, in screen what,
3: what, what? four. I mean, she yeah. is, is at the height of her plastic on her face. And then by right. screen Who five, she removed they. it all. But she and... still looks,
0: yeah. you know, I don't know. She still looks like her. And it's she like, does. if you didn't, I, I bet you, like, if you did not, you just put the two pictures. To, like when they released the first still of Kirby, I was like, that's Kirby. Like I literally saw it and thought it was a new cast member. Oh, like, right. Without reading, I just saw like it, the articles start coming out, and it was like you know, first look at Scream Six, and I was like, that's oh, like I hadn't kept up with. I haven't watched Nashville, so I guess if you like kept up with her career, you'd sort of probably notice over time. She's probably she didn't do it all at once. But uh, yeah, of course, of course, you know, aging too. We forget that Scream Four is a long time ago. Yeah, I Maybe
3: mean, that was ten years difference from. Well, that, and she yeah.
0: She's, what, 30 in, the, in this movie now, too? She even said that. She was like,
2: yeah. what are you, like, because, like, Courtney Cox is like, what are you, like, 12 or whatever? Did, did I know like, they like kids? FBI. Yeah. She goes, I'm 30, bitch, you know?
0: Which I think I that think the real actress is, is probably, Kirby,
3: really? she's 33, 34, or something like that. Yeah, I, she's not I, that I would, yeah. old. she's a little bit older than that. I think, and this is kind of a weird thing. It's almost like a mask or with uh, anything we see things in the media, but when someone changes their style up, someone even, like, I have a problem with hairstyles. Like, I think Courtney Cox looks the best in Scream 2 with her highlights. I think that is the Gale Weathers for me. Like, that is what I think about when I think about Gale Weathers, is with that, you know, the, the streaks and stuff. But look at Nev Campbell's hair. It stayed. She literally is like a copy of herself in Scream 2, because I think it was something to do with uh, how they had to— uh, there was something to do with Scream 3 where they couldn't figure out, like, how to get her on set. There were scheduling issues. And she literally wears the same outfit pretty much from Scream 2 and Scream 3, which is crazy. And that's awesome. But Gail looked completely different. So it's just weird to like, you just keep shifting characters and the designs of the characters. And I realize time passes and people have different looks, but it takes it out for me a little bit where I don't see the same classic character that I was used to seeing a long time ago, but like that
2: was actually a wig she was wearing in Scream Three, I believe, because so, she was, on, oh, was it? She had long hair, and they was like, well, we gotta figure something out, so let's let's get this wig on her, you know. But I, if you notice in Scream Two, though, she had that little bit of a red tint for her hair, like that's the thing, you know. Scream Two is the streaky red hair. It was. That, it was you
0: know? the cool. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I, I
2: like too. I agree.
0: What's really cool about this franchise too uh, is that like we've had them. Like they're like little time capsules. Yeah. Where we look through and it's like that was popular then in ninety six and then like every, it's like you can see styles evolve up until we now. We were talking
2: about that right there, uh, when I made my soundtrack playlist going to see screen six, I was picking all the in credit songs like songs in the movies, you know from every every from screen one to five and it's like wow, you can really tell the, the time difference. Right. In each screen what 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 what, gener- what decade or what time frame we were in based off screen music and the, the look, so yeah, you're right, it, it is a time
0: capsule. And people were sort of complaining. I, I saw some online people complaining, like, I think Demi Lovato did the song for this one, and I'm like, Yeah, I did. no, dude, like, that's what's cool, like, that's how they used it fits to do it, the time era. right? Like, in the 80s, we had like Alice Cooper did uh, Jason Lives, you know, like, they had Dawkins do Dream Warriors, like, that's a cool old, like, that, again, a franchise thing where it's like we i mean even like what creed and, and halloween h2o or something there was like well, that, those well creed was, 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 was scream scream yeah. was scream 3 there was like who yeah. And And, that
3: was here.
2: like
1: Water.
0: we still got the nick cave uh, red right hand sure. yeah red right hand is sort of like the uh, don't fear the reaper from halloween yeah. you know where it's like that song that we have you have to throw it in there uh, some old nods but uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it is cool to sort of see and and i read something on i was reading through some of the trivia on imdb and they were saying like uh uh courtney cox is like you know she's she's gone from like 90s two thousand like she's one of the few to do it and i'm like it, it literally said the only one besides uh whatever whoever's in uh resident evil i haven't seen those movies oh mila joe yeah. I mean, like, yeah i'm like yeah. uh hello jamie lee curtis like 78 like i guess there was a, a big enough gap there where she didn't but she did 70s she did 80s for halloween 2 she did nineties nineties freaky Friday h, and h, random crap well she did h two o in the nineties and then, yeah. 90s, and then I, guess. I guess it was until two thousand twenty so or two thousand eighteen so I guess she took she, like a decade off, yeah, almost. so she she missed that i guess they're they're saying is that she didn't do it every at least ten years like uh Courtney Cox has, so uh I still would say Jamie lee you know is way up here as far as that credentials go, but uh still really right. cool to think like she's been that that she's played Gale, you know, throughout the, and, and it's, it's like looking back at that hair, it's like at that time, that was probably cool. You know, the, the bangs were a choice that she made then that wasn't probably a huge deal. Now looking back, it's like utterly embarrassing, but look at, I, I don't want to see fucking pictures when I was, you know, from, from 1998 or whenever that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I made some really, I had a bad bull cut that looked just like that. So. I, I
2: was the blonde wonder in 98, 98, 99, you know, <laughs>
0: I had
3: hair in my twenties. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, the well, they, memories! They,
0: they sort of did, what did what this sense? thing with like uh, the new, the new curly hair kid, and they they okay. basically made him out like Ethan, right? The the kid Ethan as Ethan, like yeah. you're you're, you're, you're the number suspect. one suspect. Like the whole movie, uh, we had Mindy who was suspicious of him, and I like that we had like one killer that was the obvious one, like. But they, it's almost too easy and obvious, or it's like. They we can't be him because they keep telling us it's him. Mm-hmm. and it I, Ends I up felt the him. same way, yeah. Yeah, it's very smart. I'm on and the then... train
2: with with Ethan, aka GF, which he texted everybody when they got right, separated yeah. on the yeah. train. You know, I was like, oh, so this is because the trailers didn't fit up at all, right? From what we saw on that on the damn train scene, you know, the subway. I'm like, okay, how is it all of a sudden going to blackout and then like go straight? i like, that's like something they doing for promotional purpose. But then, oh, I see now how it works. You know, because they were on separate trains and. It could have just been a random person in a ghost face costume coming and stabbing up on her, which it was, and obviously well I mean, it probably wasn't Ethan. it was probably the uh the segway killer the uh I mean red herring killer you know that we thought was dead already, so who knows, but
0: have you guys been to New York before Nope, Gary, have you been to New York before?
2: No, never, never, never.
0: I've been once, and it is not a stretch at all that on a very busy halloween like that you know this was like that could happen and no one would even fucking bother because it's not their problem like everything right bad shit happens there all the time and people would just like mind your own business even like I, i remember like summer 2021 we we were even just in chicago and we were all getting on the l for a concert going down to uh the wrigley field and it was like i felt like right there like i could get away with murder and like, there's just so many people here. It's so much, so chaotic. Everybody's just trying to shove into this train. Like, I could get away with it. And so it's, it's like, scary, and that's something that you can't, you can't have that kind of, like, scene in Woodsboro, you know? Because it's small town. Like, it's not.
2: Yeah. Like, do you well, think. Well, you know, it, it all seemed really planned right there, too, on um, by who the killers were on that. Because, like you said, you know, she kept saying it was Ethan, this and that. But then all of a sudden, there was somebody in the Ghostface costume stabbing, you know, Mandy on the train. And then Ethan's there, not in a ghost face costume, helping her out, you know? So it's kind of like, oh. It can't be somebody... him. Yeah, it can't be him. And so it's like, but then again, and when we find out the reveal in the end of the movie, you know, when we get to that point, it's like, oh, maybe that was the whole setup right there to try and get another kill in the movie. Um, I fully totally underplayed the Halloween movie as well. There should be more Halloween play versus people just running around in costume. I don't know.
3: I, I, I know that, where, do they shoot, what, Canada? Is this yeah square? was that okay. Yeah. So I mean I guess my my biggest thing was it 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 didn't feel as large as it should have felt at times. You know, they tried to shoot things in a, in a, in a way where it felt like you were in the city. These are things that you would see in a city, but they're just I I just wanted more like street scenes. Things that they could maybe make up that were, you know, but uh I don't know. I um I feel like for not shooting in New York, they did a good job just making you feel like you were in New York at times, you know, with different situations. Yeah, that my, like
0: I said, my only sort of real complaint is like if and they didn't shoot there, so, but it's like you, the reason they didn't put Jason in Manhattan much is because of budget where we're in the huge screen franchise, like at least get Ghostface and, you know, someone in, in one shot in Times Square, I guess, I guess you'd have to figure out how to story wise, but like, what if they all got off the subway when they're heading down to right. the, the theater and, you know, someone has to make a stop in, in Ghostface, you know, and there's Ghostface all over uh, Times Square because they even like made posters for the, the fan event that was in Times Square and stuff. It's like, that's what we know. New York is known for Times Square. That's the thing. Statue of Liberty in Times Square. Well, yeah. Couldn't
3: someone just take some shots through Times Square and different things like that and then just pop them in the movie even without the characters just yeah. to show well, just to make it feel, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean they could anyone could just easily got a ghost face costume real quick a couple quick fucking bam bam. I don't know, maybe a tax thing or something like that. It cost a lot to do that. But I don't know. I agree there should be at least one time square shot, but I'm not too disappointed with that either because it's I, I'm not here to watch Ghostface actually run through the streets of Manhattan, I'm here to watch Ghostface, you know, slit some fucking throats. That's Billy
0: Limit's so called say. And my my only other thing is like it felt like and, and I think I've gotten over it already, uh Fresh out of the theater when I saw it was oh, okay. that it felt a little bit like because our killers were all new characters, it felt a little bit like when they introduced characters in a horror movie just to kill them off. It felt the other way where it was like, you know, I wanted like at least one character we knew very well, at least one to be a ghost face, you know, like a balance. Like I, I thought like right. one of the core four or, you know, one of the sisters or Kirby or somebody, but to introduce all these characters and now they, it almost seemed obvious, but then again, I'm a dummy, so I didn't see it coming, but they made it almost too obvious where we, they tricked us in that way too.
3: I had no, well, no idea that there was anything to do with Richie.
0: Uh, that there wasn't
2: enough. Well, there hey, to That blew me off too you know, like, yeah. And being a Scream fan, I mean, we should have went back to the heart of things, too. I mean, you know, everybody's like, well, we called him when they showed Richie's phone number on the thing. Like, anyone, it could have been the clone phone still or some shit. Right. You know well, what I yeah. mean? They they could have been paying his phone bill for all these years as a clone or something. You know, but it's like, it, it, this killer could be that smart to do all that right there. So when the reveal came in the end of the movie, I was like, oh, that threw me off. And what a freaking tribute to Scream 2 right there, too. Like, and I, I know it made some people mad, it but it was I kind of.
3: I mean, it doesn't help when you have a trailer where Ghostface says, There's never been one like me. Yes, there has. <laughs> now you're a lot more violent. You're angry. Whatever's going on, you're pissed off. These kids are psychotic. So your kids have all been literally nuts. Like, I don't know what it is or what's happening, Great but parody, all three of those yeah. kids are screwed up in the head. So that's fine. And it was a family affair. All right, great. But I I saw it, and I'm just kind of like, all right, well, this makes sense. I wasn't mad, but I also wasn't like, all right, like, woo! Like, I wasn't... You weren't blown away, yeah. Definitely not. I've, well, I've seen too much. Like, I can't... And that's probably just because, you know, you watch these movies, and unless Dewey is coming back from the grave, it's like... I am the killer. You're like, or stew what? <laughs> yeah, or, stew, <laughs> or like. stew. Well, and even they bring it up in the movie, <laughs> which I love just to be like, just to poke, just to, to poke, poke yeah, and be like, stew is not, but Hey, at least the TV laid it on. What's his name's head. But like, we, that's
0: hilarious. But, but I mean, of course yeah. th- this will be until they, you know, I, I don't know even how they can wrap this up unless they go to his fucking grave or something, but it's like, uh, you know, that's sort of how we brought Kirby back was just a little Easter egg. I mentioned like, Hey, Kirby was survivor. We saw that little, you know, thumbnail on YouTube. And now it's like, they're reigniting that rumor hey, again. Where... Stu
3: could be in, uh, some sort of mental ward and, you know, his face all screwed up and he escapes. Well, whatever. It, it,
2: but... well, it, like... If you look at the TV in the shrine, which, first of all, let's get to the point. That shrine was amazing. I remember after watching the trailer, though, I was so excited to see it. I paused it several times oh, to yeah. try to look at each little Easter egg in there. And on that TV, it says, Sue Mocker's dead, but it had a question mark next to it still. <laughs> it did? So, yeah, there was, like, okay, a little question then. mark on there. So it's like, it, somebody's like, well, it says Sue Mocker's dead. And then even Kevin Williams has come out and that, to say that oh, Sue's gone. He's, he's dead. We, we we you know, he, the he's not more coming back, we talk but,
3: about a character and yeah, Matthew Lillard's got nothing it, it, going on right now.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so, he would love to come back as as a ripped tattooed starfaced dude mocker, you yeah. know? But but yeah, let's let's let, should we talk about the final scene now and get to the, the, the gist of all the, the meat and potatoes of why this is all going on?
3: You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network
0: Well, the only thing I was going to bring up is just generally maybe just talk about the shrine a little bit more, because that was yeah, revealed it. in a trailer. And I don't none of us really knew how this fit into the story, like who was putting us together. Why? What? the, You know, because it looks like something we would all love to have. <laughs> um, but, you know, in the trailer, it was sort of big reveal. I actually uh, follow this uh, girl on Twitter who ended up making all of the uh, the skirts uh from the first movie like they reached out to her and they were like we need like a dozen skirts made from the first movie uh rose mcgowan's character uh uh uh,
3: tatum
0: tatum yeah and she 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 makes makes the tatum skirts Uh, she makes like replica clothing and sells it online she made like the black christmas sweater that kind of stuff but she made makes the tatum skirts and like someone made a bulk order and she's like what's up with this and it was like oh the studio but they can't tell you why so she was very curious like two years ago or a year ago when they did this. You know, it was like, why is the studio ordering? Like, what the hell's going on? I, I feel need... like I've
2: heard this story before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy. And then, of course, she she was kept out of the loop. And then she she saw the trailer at the same time all of us did. And, that, and it was like, that's what they wanted them for. You know, they just ordered backup, just, you know, for whatever. But uh, the that shrine so many little easter eggs like i can't wait for this movie to go digital or or on blu-ray and 4k so we can like pause and see like because they don't spend you know a whole lot of time they do go through it but we don't well and i i went through
3: uh so they've got uh the um one of the masks from the druid scene in scream 2 uh where you know sydney's doing the uh, well
2: they have the whole thing that freaking Derek was hanging off of in there Yeah, too.
3: They do. And they also and that's mentioned what the mask is. they also mention um the the uh, house that he was pledging. Um yeah. which yeah. they mention that in the movie. But uh you know, I there's Kenny's jacket. I mean there's the um uh the phone that got burnt up in the explosion in Scream Three or the, mm-hmm. the sc- fax, machine. fax yeah. machine that's burnt up. Uh I Disney. mean, God, it's kind of like everything Staff's is in there. Rips, like you had uh, Stu's, smoke- Stu's little uh smoky jacket. Yep, his robe or whatever. Salt's Debbie Salt's outfit. <laughs> Cotton Weary's outfit is also in there. Um, the,
2: uh, there's just a shit ton. I, I mean, it's, it's there's it, so much. It, it's the Ready Player One of the Scream franchise, right there. Have <laughs> you ever watched? There's so many Easter eggs in Ready Player One. I watched. Strictly to see all the new things, and then they uh, off and
3: saying that. And this isn't in the room, but when they were doing the mug shots in the,
0: uh, I've I've told, heard some people complain about that. I was like just kind of just like, like a headshot. Yeah. How did you not have a
3: headshot? Right of a Billy uh, of Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but why I, is that the only image that anyone has? <laughs> like it's almost I, like I a, joke now. a joke.
2: It is a joke. Pulling the elbow, I'm like. Well, they're using the same freaking image they use in the stab box the set stu- of yeah. Loomis right there, which is just like a, yeah. a shot from like screen, our screen movie. It's like, how do they get to have picture of him? Did somebody randomly have a camera at that party? It's like, oh, there's Billy Loomis right there looking sexy, you know, it's like, yeah. no, come on. That was like ridiculous. And do we talk about Billy Loomis still making an appearance in movies? Well, like, God, thank God he was behind glass. Text.
3: It was behind, yeah, It was like, a reflection this time, at least.
2: And not as much of him this time. God, Dick, you don't have the Dexter bullshit, man. Here's I'm like, my That's... thing. Have him as a
3: voice in her head.
2: He is yeah. a
3: voice in her head, so make it so. We know who yeah. he is now, so have it as a voice.
2: I don't, I don't Unless care. Unless they're just like, here's some age, money, Ski, come on. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. They just want to show how great he looks for his age and this and that. Like, let's put him somewhere. Like, okay, now he's in the glass, you know. But, I mean, I... I'm fine with the voice in her head like that. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, now she's dealing with that, you know? And, and we did talk about it, like when she was having therapy, how she was talking about when she killed Richie in the first one, she enjoyed Oh yeah, that, you know, Sam Carpenter enjoyed hacking the fucking shit out of him. Yeah. Wiping the blood off the blade just brought her a lot of joy, you know? So there's that psychotic tendency in her head, but it's like,
0: there's a killer. In here, yeah. It? Well, that yeah, also, there is
3: that also is kind of a, it's kind of a weird thing with this, the last two films is, you know she could handle herself. So are you really that scared of Ghostface when she comes up against him? No, you're really not. She's gonna kill him. She's gonna just stab now, the now, shit yeah, out of him. Now
0: she's sort of like... So now she's... Taking what pride is she? in it. Like, like come, come for me. I'm, I'm gonna Are you rooting you for
3: up. an upcoming killer where she just loses her shit? And if Tara dies... Not Tara. Am I, is that who that is? Her sister, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, Tara. 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 If Tara yeah. dies, that's that might be the turning point for her to become a full-fledged killer. I don't know well, what her that... motive would be, but her motive would be to whoever killed, you know, blah, 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 blah. But there's got to be something that's going to ignite inside her, but there's no way they're touching Jenna Ortega. I was going to say,
0: she the, is only... oh, well, the thing with that is that she's gotten so big. She might, I mean, she's, she's going to be, you know, she's the new Nev Campbell where yeah. it's like, she's the it girl. She might, price herself out or just not have it in in her schedule to be able to do the next one
2: exactly or they could just you know they could pay her enough money we're like hey
0: we want to kill you in the opening scene
2: in street seven because we yeah. know street lit and that could be like the the ultimate cotton Weary kill right there or some yeah. shit like that that just said i i don't see that happening that's just weird fan fiction shit you know well, but, if you've got both I mean,
3: meek still alive and you kill one of those two the carpenters that's a problem well, like they can't that's still, hilarious you know, it is you know yeah
2: when they were trying to figure out who the, the third the, well, I'm saying third, three go-faced right there, I said I don't know if we covered that yet, but it's like they said Mindy, They like they thought it was going to be Mindy Meeks under that mask, you know Well, but, yeah. what do you
3: guys think about the reveal? Like, what do you,
2: I, I what do you think? I, well, going back to the to the shrine, I love the fact that when they're doing the reveal and then we find out, obviously that tribute the screen 2, right here, it's Richie's fucking dad and yeah. he made him this shrine he got his kid this ultimate Scream shine because he was just obsessed with the movie so much in fact they're playing his fan movies in the background yeah. on, a, on a clock you know like holy shit and, Like that makes me feel like you know, I have future like Richie Curse because like I've made Scream <laughs> fan movies before you know like redoing the whole opening scene to Scream 1 and I was like oh shit look at that but like who are these other killers like oh The son. well who's the third one there is a third one because we saw two ghost say, Oh, nice. It's the daughter. It's a whole fucking family of ghost faces. And I loved it, dude. It was great.
0: I'm still a little bit confused on their explanation as to how she is Quinn, right? How Quinn, he was like, well, you know, when you're the chief of police or whatever, you can go in and switch bodies real quick before. And I'm like.
2: Yeah, that's, that's. So, who did you kill to throw saying. in there?
0: Yeah, I was a little. I was saying, yeah. Quite like. Uh, from my, my dumb brain does not find potholes, but I was like, that's a. Th- it's a little too easy the way he ex- wrote that off of how she survived. That's what I'm
2: trying to say. It's a movie, but like, we got to run with that because, yeah, there's. First it's of all, just, I was like, I. Yeah. I was like, how am I like Ghostface going to get out and not get caught in this apartment right now? Because we got freaking Mindy and Chad, or. Yeah, I think it was Mindy and Chad on the other. Or not Mindy, but Chad and Tara on the other side of the door. Ghostface is locked up in this freaking New York apartment it's not easy to get in to get out of you know there's only two exits that fire escape and that you know it's like you can easily trap and get your ghost face caught right here you know and then yeah dad shows up on the scene and how they swap a body and this and that it's like that all didn't fit and make sense but you know what just go with the movie and try to enjoy the fact that, oh, his daughter really didn't die, I guess. Yeah, suspend, somehow... your,
0: suspend your belief for a movie and enjoy it, I guess. The, well,
2: the, 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 the NYC Police Apartment Revolution so. Well,
3: and maybe <laughs> have my daughter die so I could take time off work to focus on what I need to do with these kids to kill them. I'm a cop. I can't sit here and do both jobs. So it's going to look more convenient when I don't show up for work that much because I am kicked off
0: the case technically. Because I've just experienced, you know, horrible, you know, that was a little bit of like Halloween, Halloween 2 reference, because the neighbor, the the cute neighbor guy that uh, that Sam was hooking up with, which was really dumb, uh, just in general for that character, was uh, Danny Brackett. Oh, nice. You know, a little bit of Annie Brackett, who was murdered, and her dad was the cop. Right. I I mean, of course, the neighbor guy's dad isn't the cop, but it's still sort of in the same realm where it's like. Uh, you know, the obvious attribute to Halloween. Oh, oh, some of these are a little. I mean, Carpenter. Uh, we have uh, bracket. I'm like, some of it's a little too on the nose for me, but uh, still cool. But uh, I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I, I think you know, it, I, I sometimes I just sort of get, I feel like, ripped off because it's like, like again, my dumb brain is like, well, there was no way for me to figure this one out because. Uh, they killed her. Like there was, you know, it's like you didn't give me a chance to even it, guess she would be the killer because a, she died.
2: It wasn't a Billy Loomis type of killer or anything like that. She got fucking hacked up. Right. She was dead. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then the the cop was there, the dad was there, the police, you know, officer, and falling about. Like holy shit, my daughter's dead. We're gonna get this fucker. This is it. I'm pissed off. Well, you know? now all and my like, kids
3: are dead. That's yeah. when most people well, should well, have been like, wait a minute. Oh, no, okay. when Quinn said think about earlier it,
2: on, when Quinn said, my dad's a police officer and he moved here, he even changed precincts to be here closer to me after my brother died.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: it was like, oh, her brother died, and then we see Richie's phone number pop up. It's like, oh, look at that. They're like, but I missed it completely. Me too. Yeah. Heard other people, yeah, I
3: missed it. Yeah. I, I, well, Jill, because... Jill caught it, but I missed yeah.
2: it. I was like, oh. Well, when
3: you're just, you're not used to that kind of thing, like where it's not that odd, where it's like, well, here you go. Like, you don't get it? Okay, too bad. But like, Oh, before we forget, I, I was just thinking about just how amazing the Gail Weathers scene was because you've got her hanging up on him. Hey, could you hold on a second to freaking oh, call, genius. Him, yeah, call yeah, him She She's too fucking past, smart. She exactly. uses her yeah. goddamn huge-ass book to hit him over was the just, head. There's so many was, moments in that scene I absolutely love. It. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is
2: amazing. If you they would have listened to what's her name in Scary Movie when she said, "Man, bitch, hang up the phone and start 59." Yeah. Or no, Jada yeah. yeah. Pinkett actually said at the beginning. Yeah, of she did. Too. Yeah. 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 That it was. So yeah, it was like if she just would have listened to the whole time, everybody would have done that. Boom, we would have figured it out.
0: And good, but for you know, Gail for for getting like a sexy black dude. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. man.
2: Too, and too bad he got you. But he that guy barely even it.
0: got, like, he was
3: like, I got the food or I yeah. ordered food.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, he that's picked up all food all boom,
0: and then right through the wall.
3: I, yeah.
2: I mean, I, I saw a screenshot of his death afterwards or whatever with his prosthetic on. He has this, like, really sweet slit throat prosthetic. And, like, that's his, like, I right mean, I'm going to say franchise. that it
3: had to have been M- Marooney doing that, by the way. I'm sorry. No yeah. no the two kids little are gonna kids do, are yeah. going to be like, I Take would have laughed if guy you guy. saw Ghostface trying to hit him and he just hits a wall. And he's like, What'd you do? L- a little pussy ass <laughs> Ethan? Little,
2: oh, yeah, like God, no. Ethan's no running ass. He couldn't even stand no. up for himself in a brat party, you know, and he had yeah. Chad Meeks in there, like backing him up and this and that, you know? Like, come on, yeah.
3: No way he was going to do it. It was just, it was a really good moment. And I, I, I hadn't had that moment for a while in a screen movie where I'm like, "This is just a fun scene. Like we're just having a good yeah. time." And the uh, the
2: theme, but yeah, and there
3: was a lot of those moments in this movie. I mean, just Ghostface popping out of the what uh, the the like tree line area next to the freaking uh, gas station or whatever the uh, what'd you call the it, bodega,
2: bodega,
0: bodega. Yeah, the bodega.
3: Uh, I think when I hear bodega, by the way, I think of Puppet Masters at the freaking the <laughs> like the hotel, like you know. I think of half baked. <laughs> so oh well, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> But like the fact that he calls her and he f- does the scream two thing where he's like, okay, here I am. Or well, he, he did it in the scream five, but he just pops out of the woods. She takes him down and he's like, I'm going to come in here with a gun. And you're just like, Oh
2: shit. Like yeah, this, this is happening to, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like
3: he's like, you hit me. Fuck you. I'm going to shoot a bunch well, of people. Like, like, yeah. He, you know,
2: he, he totally takes the shotgun from the, 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 clerk pops him off. They're like, I don't give a fuck. Boom. And now he's like, trying to Yeah. I don't, that was. There's been there was a lot of good intense scenes like this in the in that in this movie here and I, that's one thing I liked it was it's pretty good suspense. You have so. to almost disbelieve well, oh, true, yeah. Well, yeah.
3: I I I I I kind of look at all this as like, you know, revenge is is the simplest method for why any of this happens, right? Someone's motive, yeah. fucking pissed off. Someone killed some sort right. of connection to that person. I need revenge, and that's the only way I can get it. Is, is do this whole elaborate thing, but that's also in the back, and I gotta give these movies uh, like so much credit, because every time I watch these movies, I should know that the main characters are completely pretty much safe until the end, right? So that whole gun scene, that's just to scare the shit out of them, because that would be pointless to off them both you can't show them the the shrine in the movie he made it all. I mean,
0: right? You know, but but right. You, your brain. But in the moment, you're yeah. just you're along for the ride, right? You know, that's that's good filmmaking. Isn't well, right? you're yeah. setting
2: it up too because yeah. they had they had they had to frame Kirby as well. You yeah. know, it's just like the police officer said. Oh, she had been kicked off the FBI for two weeks or whatever. She's gone crazy, so they're trying to make her look like the killer. Well, yeah. that was to get them locked in there because ultimately they was trying to make Sam look like a killer in yeah. the movie because. Sam was facing backlash
0: ever since Scream five. Yeah, because the yeah. I almost forgot about that just, subplot.
3: Just, yeah, because it. Justice it, for Richie. Yeah. And I feel like I wish it would have been worse for her. Like I felt terrible for her in the opening with the psychiatrist where he's like, I don't have anything to do with you. You're like and really How professional drinks is at her. Is this? In public, yeah. yeah, people throwing drinks at her. I kind of wish we would have seen that build up a little bit more. Just to be like, damn, dude, what is... Is she going to snap? I was,
0: well, that's the thing. I was they kinda they hoping, could, yeah. yeah they could build, build that up, and man. then, you know, she that could be her motive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was kind of hoping the psychiatrist was going to be Richie's dad.
0: You know what she oh,
2: yeah. started talking about? When I split his throat, it felt good. And he started looking down, all like, ooh. Like, could you imagine that if Richie was his son, and yeah, they're explaining how she split his throat, like, totally just fucking with his head, you know? But... Yeah, I mean, Justice for Richie. everybody, you know, was trying to make Sam Carpenter look like the big fatty when she's innocent as fuck. And then, yeah. oh, here's Dad. The police officer going to totally make it look like, you know, hey, put your dad's mask on. You're the one doing this. And the fact that they're throwing for dad's mask at her, you know, like, where? You're going to put this on and don it. And ultimately, she does. But well, yeah. what about the scene for freaking what's Ethan? He's like, here, your grandma would want you to have this because he was wearing uh Debbie Stoltz's mask. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, look at that. And Jill didn't get it. She was like, "What? What? What is that? What is that?" Her I didn't grandma, even, what? I didn't like, even
3: think about that scene. I forgot that scene existed. Yeah, that's I thought really that was cool. so cool.
2: I'm like, "Oh, so your grandma deep, would yeah. want you to have this. Like that's, oh, oh yeah, because in real life, yeah, you know, Mrs. Uh, Goldsmith is this
0: is her grandma, you know. Yeah, like, holy that's shit, nice. shit. I, I, yeah. I just there's I, so many connections now. We're so we're six movies deep. I mean, so I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, you, you got to keep
2: up. I'm I'm excited <laughs> to go
3: tomorrow just to kind of take it all in again. <laughs>
2: Get all the get you know one rule of thumb I make whenever I see a movie, especially when I really want to see a movie, is you know I I, I do get stuck watching the trailers, but I don't listen or read or watch any reviews until after I see the movie, and then I go into like hear everybody's thoughts. I kind of want to
0: get a deep dive, get, yeah,
2: yeah, get it for taking what they think about this, the, the good reviews, the bad reviews, this and that, kind of gets my brain a little food for thought as to like oh that kind of makes sense as to what they're saying right there, so. Yeah, I I feel like even though I've only seen the movie once, the amount of reviews I've got to watch since then, it's like oh, I feel like I have watched it two or three times going yeah. into it.
0: Well, and I also just love like as a as a movie guy that like we all are. It's like to have a scream finale in a in a not only a a scream shrine, but also a scream shrine that's within an old movie theater. I'm like this is like levels on top of levels on top of it levels. Is, like it's i crazy. It's like sensory yeah. overload. I'm like I love this. This is so cool uh, to have the movies playing in the background, the fan films, and to have two Ghostface after them. Uh, but also the girls, you know, are both like super dangerous too. So it's like it's almost like a old west shootout where it's like who's gonna get the first stab in, you know? Right.
2: And and, and look, it's another tribute because we're just screen two's finale take place. Yeah on a theater stage, you know, yeah. and was you know, in the in the old theater or whatever. So it's kind of another another tribute right there. And let's talk about the fact that for the first time I feel and I I I, I this is a first. In screen franchise history. We watched two ghost face in the mask at the same time hacking at someone going crazy. That's why I felt so bad for Chad right here. Like damn he is he just confessed his love to Tara. They kid. Yeah. And now he's getting hacked by two ghostface The only other one. time
3: we saw that was the uh stab film in the beginning of Scream 4. Well yes, yeah,
0: yeah, but I yeah. have a but whole not, other But yeah, I thought for sure after that, I'm like, well, this is one I mean he, you know, he was supposed to die in five and they brought him back. And I'm like, okay, they definitely this is literally the nail in the coffin for him. And when he's riding, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's this guy why it was in rough. A wheelchair.
3: Because you had Courtney still alive. And then you got. They him. couldn't commit to killing. And I'm anybody. like, someone needs to die. Yeah. And that girlfriend's girl, or the gr- the girlfriend of, um, what's her name? Yeah. Th- that was throwaway. You didn't give me enough of her to care about her anyway. She's dead. Okay, fine. But that's it. Are you kidding yeah. me? Well, like- you know
2: what? It's, what did what uh, Detective Kincaid say in Scream Three about trilogies? When he got all teeth see his face, he goes, "Well, one thing I know about trilogies is." all pissed her off. We got all on her face. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey looks so like, I feel Scream 7 is going to be another take on a trilogy. And it's, yeah, it's going to be really like, we're going to see a lot of people die because people were pissed that a lot of people didn't die in this one, I feel. You don't want to lose the main characters. I love the core four, I love them high five and doing that fun, goofy shit. You know? I mean, that but, was
3: kind of ballsy just in general to kill Randy in Scream 2.
2: Exactly. I mean, that was well, kind of
3: crazy because they didn't have that many characters.
2: Was, and maybe they didn't want to follow had that four. formula They with had this four. one.
3: They had four. Yeah, and,
2: and maybe they didn't want to follow that formula with this one to really surprise us in the next. One, I guess because how many, how many fans were pissed when Randy died in Scream Two? That like, like, right. I can't believe they killed off the best character. You know, blah blah. But you know, cover him up with some jelly syrup and you know, give him a little Debbie salt kiss on his hand. He's gone. Bye bye, Randy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I really, uh, you know, I, I like I said as, as a dummy who can't ever figure out a movie before if if i figure out like the twist in the movie you've done a shit job because my brain doesn't work that way but this one i was like that's what i love about the scream franchise in general is like who's it gonna be who's it gonna be and that's that's the whole thing but it was like okay richie when they and, and one thing that uh my wife Nikki pointed out sort of funny like when we were driving home she's like they did the whole like james bond or uh austin powers makes fun of it where it's like we have to step in and explain everything to you in case you survive so you can go on to tell our motive like they can't just come in and kill the carpenter girls and move on like they have to be like i'm richie's dad these are my kids and and, you know ethan's like it's easy to fake a name and they're like bond villains where they're like i have to explain the entire every, every single little detail as if you know, it's like if the audience isn't here watching, would they do that? No, and not in real life. Well, but, it also kind of makes the audience feel to... stupid
3: too. Where I'm right. like, you don't need to tell holding, me this shit. We've hold, been around the bend a couple the hands.
0: times, but you do have to tell me that because there, again, there's probably there's so many details that went. I mean, you missed that even that little detail, and you're a mega fan. Uh, you know, so many of these details probably went right over people's heads. I had someone I,
3: talking next to me a lot. Too. Well, That's I also like...
0: hear people that are like, you know. Do I need to see Scream Five or whatever? It's like this franchise. You do need to what see all of them. What the hell? Yeah, well, I mean, you could go into Halloween twenty. You could
3: skip Scream Three and Scream Four, but then you'd still. But you would know Kirby. You would still need to know Kirby. Somebody. Yeah. What was it? Uh, I I think that when I went to the movie, Cody that went with us, he hadn't seen Scream Four. He was like, "Who's this girl?" And I was like, "Ah uh, shit!" See, because like, he didn't really. He doesn't watch those movies that much. He's like, "Why I would you go the first Scream ones. 6. It yeah. takes an hour and a half. I- watch it.
1: Yeah.
2: I love how they pointed out that that uh, Sam and Kirby went school together, though, too. Like, so, like, when Sam first sees Kirby in the movie, she's like, Kirby? Yeah, was like, she oh, was yeah. In, well, she was in, like, like a class above
0: a, me. Yeah, a senior when yeah, I was, was something. Well,
2: she was a senior when she was a freshman or whatever. So, yeah. kind of, oh, there we go. Now we can see that that all ties back to Woodsboro High and shit. So, yeah. But let's talk about how Kirby isn't a true horror fan, it we go back to Scream 4 because she only had, like, 15 movies in her whole collection. Whatever. (laughs) What kind of horror pen is that? Uh, We made a joke about that after the movie. Like, oh, her and her 15 movies, you know?
0: It is a little... I mean, I'm sort of bittersweet on it because I I felt like in Scream uh, 4, it was like, okay, she's the cute girl next door that knows her horror and she's confident. And this, it felt a little like with... um, who is it her and Mindy? Mindy. Mindy going back and forth I'm like eh, it's a little not necessarily cringe but it was a little forced it where, was a little
2: forced yeah it was. Okay. It was like, I wait. love the fact that they gave his tribute is the first line like best timer now the first one which I feel bad being a West Western fan saying this but like I just my personal favorite's always going to be Ford. yeah just because I love that fucking stupid MTV genre of horror movie but I I feel they underplayed the fact that Kirby was a fan in it like she should have really been talking more about like how she didn't have Jill's much this and that and...
3: she didn't have much time to really just not be working on the job though either like, that's true too. that that's was the hard too, part you know? is like having her have having her have more like intimate moments and just conversating about things and and and, and i would have loved to seen a, a scene where she talks about so what happened with exactly with jill after the party like or what you know what happened to you guys in the hospital and having Courtney yeah. and her talk about Nev getting attacked and being like, oh my God, we're seeing this from an alternate, you know, just little, point of few, view, little yeah. stuff. Hearing it from a different point you of could, view, That yeah. you could literally sum up in five minutes, but have that little moment, and I would have loved to happen. Right. That. So, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's
2: Never go to a hospital at
0: Woodboro. No.
2: No. <laughs>
0: no. And it, my the one thing I did, catch, like, my brain went to was when he called, he was like, you know, the FBI yeah. fired her because she's, you know, mentally unstable. Or whatever. I'm like, but she still has access to an FBI van with a uh, call tracing. No. Yeah. So my brain was like, yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't think it's too yeah. easy. So my my brain did figure out one fucking clue. Thank you, brain.
2: The the, the kids the kids would fall for that, you know. Right. Absolutely. I yeah. Like, I, at first, I was like, "Holy shit, was I right?" You know, i was thinking like, Holy, like, the like two Kirby, cops, I'm like, man, yeah. that's just too obvious. It is way too fucking obvious now. Yeah. i really felt like that you know the, the main cop was going to be one of the killers from the get-go but the whole being richie's dad and his siblings that threw me for a loop right there because i didn't think they'd do that again but i feel they did me personally i feel they did it pretty well some people not so much didn't like and a lot of people didn't like how the movie ended in general but i feel like they did a fine job there's some really good scenes in it the as only well. thing
3: i thought at the end i was like i better grab that mask like if this was the real like if Screaming really happened? I'd be like, I'm grabbing Billy Loomis' mask and selling that shit on eBay. Well, like, grab you grab can forget yeah, it. Well, grab as much well, of this well, stuff you we leave it in, in the street? You know, like...
2: Sam, you know, hopefully Don's her dad's costume at the end of the movie, you know, and, and wears the mask and wears his, his cloak and all that, and he she gives it to that detective in the end, and then we have that moment at the very end of the movie where she kept the mask, and she's looking at it in her jacket, and, like, having that moment like oh this was my dad he's crazy and like they and she's got to keep it but then you know she throws it on the ground
0: he sh- I, yeah. I, I
2: feel like that's her showing she's moved on from this to so the fact that like yeah. she will not be a crazy killer in the next movie like people are predicting that okay she's embraced her crazy side or whatever but she isn't she's nothing like her dad on that level
3: i mean she's gonna use her crazy probably for the greater good do you have her keep it just to be questioning it in the seventh movie
0: or like a you know of the end of or like nobody else gets it so of, you she's know just tommy jarvis having the jason well, mask. well that's what i was gonna yeah. right say Yeah, that's who, Tar-
2: that's who tommy jarvis right there i was gonna right say that it's like oh well he kept jason's mask and this and that and then he starts wearing it, and then we have that whole i i love part five i love part five a lot you know but like roy they're trying they're, yeah trying to make it look like oh is tommy gonna be the new jason now and shit though at the same time and I love Roy. Roy's but great. what's, great,
0: but what's great about the Scream franchise is that, you know, Jason is Jason. Ghostface is anybody. That's what's anybody. great about it. We don't know. So, it, yeah. you know, and, and almost like it would be bad to even hint towards that because I don't want to, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. Here's the it, problem, though. What do we do from here? What I mean, what... Well, how, what did you... I mean, every, every movie they leave it, what do we do from here? And that's so, the thing. I, we're, we're, the we're gonna gonna have family's to dead around. of Richie,
3: and, and you cannot... I swear to God, you cannot pull from the girls' family
0: that bought Stu's oh, house.
3: We're not doing this shit.
2: It's going to be something about Sarah's past or Sam's past or whatever. I really feel cause like her mom has not been played in this movie at all. Like, what about her oh, father, though? Her daughter gets...
3: Her father her left. Her daughter
2: gets... Well, the the pair's dad left, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, the mom got, you know, who was in love with Billy Loomis and this and that. Her daughter gets hacked up in Woodsboro and Scream 5, and she doesn't even leave London to get there to her daughter or anything like that, you know, and now we don't hear anything about her while they're in New York. I kind of feel maybe something might get played in that where I honestly thought that the killer in this movie was going to be Tara's dad for a little bit. When they first like said, we're having a Scream 6, this and that, I'm like, okay, Tara's dad's probably going to be the killer because he's going to be pissed off on the fact that everything's come out that, you know, Sam is Billy Williams's daughter, yada, 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 and You've I mean, ruined you my family
3: ways. and all this stuff. And, yeah, exactly. You know, if you wouldn't have told your mom about those letters, then all this shit die, wouldn't have happened. Bitch. Now, I think it'd be a real twist if it was Sydney's dad. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this whole
3: time? Like, he's it, still it's... on a
2: business trip? <laughs> like... Scream is going to have Maury Povich in it. And he's going to come out with two mockers that you are the father. I mean,
3: there's <laughs> no way. I don't see Gale making it in the, in the next one. I just don't. Does it no. make sense? Or just not have her? I mean, you could still have I don't her, but, think she's but people
2: be said in it that last
0: movie, too, I know was that Gail's yeah. got to die in this one. What the I don't, hell? I, I,
2: she was gonna, I don't think she'll be in it at all, period. I think or like, she'll
0: be an opening. She'll, and then she, you're like, I, oh, shit.
3: All right.
2: Yeah, I, I don't even think she'll be in it. I think she'll have a, a write-off, just like Sidney Prescott had or whatever, and then they will yeah. just gonna let this cast take off and do their own thing. The only legacy character we're going to have is the only true legacy character in the entire Scream franchise, and that's Roger L. Jack. That's true. Yeah. He's, He's been in every single screen movie and will continue on. Still sounds just doing all, as good. And he's doing, you he notice like in a lot of these uh, YouTube videos and stuff, he's doing like little, like he did deadbeat for them at the beginning and then, uh, watch Mojo use them and shit. So it's like, Oh, now he's getting, you know, doing like cameos or whatever. his voice. I'm like, well, let
0: me get you to do my voicemail, bro. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I, I had read that, uh, there was a, he does, uh, yeah. Mojo Jojo from Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. And there was, yeah. uh, a little Easter egg on the train station. That was another thing nice. is you can pause that a million times and see all the oh, Wes Craven yeah. references. I mean, yeah.
2: yeah, But not even just that, even from Radio Silence, They had, the, had bride, the bride in there as the so, well, you know? Yeah.
0: And then you had like Jordan
2: Peele, which they they quote Jordan Peele a lot in the last movie because you had the Tethered were in there, you know? Then yeah. obviously Hellraiser, Pinhead was in there. And like, yeah, that's a whole... You had a Jason, which
0: is the meta because
2: he well, had I- the Babbitt. I missed, yeah. I missed a bunch of. them.
0: I missed a bunch of them because apparently they had like uh, the the characters from Deadly Blessing, Wes Craven's Deadly Blessing. Yeah, they Deadly Blessing. Horace them. Pinker yeah. was in there. Uh, they they included like all of Wes's uh, filmography in there somehow. Like they snuck as much as they could. Um, even one of the writers snuck Sonic the Hedgehog in because his son was like, "I want to see Sonic in this." He's he's like a little like eight year old kid that oh, loves Sonic. Okay, so he's like daddy could you put sonic and he's like it's a halloween scene i can put sonic in here uh so anything they, for you Sonic. yeah like, so there's like, like a clock. lot of really weird i mean that would be another you, one where it's like i can't wait the to werewolf pause it as
2: well like from the howling or whatnot yeah because, like, or, hey, cursed. The movie? Mom, or cursed mom oh, or curse. you know you what that was yeah yeah Craven Craven, werewolf movie yeah yeah so no, there's. That,
0: that's, yeah another, another one of the Easter scenes egg where, yeah we could pause it a million times and even in the you know we saw those stuff in the trailer but like That's even more, they said the costume department just had, like, a blast doing that, because, you know, they got to sneak in as many little uh, nods as they could.
2: I would have loved to have been an extra in this movie, just in a costume
0: like that. I think the directors are, uh, they play cameos in there. They don't say who they were, so it'd be interesting. But, you know, they snuck themselves in that scene, just because you can go completely unnoticed on there.
2: Well, it's like in Scream 5, there was, like, a cameo from almost every actor. Like in the party, those were their voice the voices you'd hear in the party was yep. like you know, Matthew Henry Liller, Winkler, Henry yeah Henry Winkler, Drew Barrymore was the principal. They they snuck him in a lot like that uh Brandy Meek, you know, or what's his name of Gina Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy and shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. They were all snuck in somehow.
0: I'm sure Jamie was very excited to get a paycheck. Yeah, it's he been was. A while.
2: <laughs> have you ever watched his podcast at all or whatever? No, I have not
0: It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Poor guy. He I did mean, a stand up thing is he, is it, It's as wow. bad
0: as, uh, what, Son of the Mask or, uh, <sighs> Malibu, Most Wanted it's, or whatever. No, it's yeah. as
2: bad as his E3 presentation when they Ubisoft asked him to be their host of their whole oh, presentation. No.
0: And he's just so like,
2: hey, yeah, we got video games here. Oh, did not prepare, we're going to yeah. And so what he does for his podcast is he does, like, live videos of himself watching his movie characters. Oh, or no. whatever and talking about it she's like yeah i got a phone call and it, it was all mad and they killed me off It's like not even entertaining it's like uh he
3: should have right, just stuck sorry, with the Jamie, blockbuster commercials
0: it's a bit all right it sort of bums me out uh when we have like we hear you know him and in, in uh like ghost to media they i mean sources will reach out to him and they're like you know are you in the scream? he's like no but i'd love to or they reach out to heather lankin camp and they're like would you like to have like a Lori strode-esque return and it's like of course they would. I mean, again, just like this past weekend, all these media sources are reaching out to Pauly Shore. They're like, your co-stars from Encino Man, you know, are uh, winning Oscars. What do you think? It's like, what the fuck do you think he thinks? He's, it's fucking sad. <laughs> He's like, I'm eating oatmeal right now right. for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like, throw me a fucking bone, guys.
2: Yeah. He's living it rough, bro. Yeah. You mentioned Heather Lane, and I totally forgot all about this because there was that shot that came out a long time ago. And like, like, ever up screen six and had heather langen camp in there with the cast and everyone you know it was right. like oh is she gonna have a role I like cause i thought, like they originally was gonna put her as a role in the movie doing something i thought maybe she was gonna be the therapist or whatever you know but i maybe she was just there because like her special effects team or whatnot you know but
0: yeah,
2: yeah. But god damn that, that's that's an opportunity
0: uh, i don't know i think it's smart to like the whole tim robinson thing they knew how to like let's just do a voice cameo because it will take people out of the movie if they see him he's goofy like right. i think if we see heather it will take you out of the movie we she's recognizable like she's not uh you know a minor character it's sort of like i i, I wasn't a big fan of daniel harris and the, the zombie reboots because it's like i saw her as a little kid now i'm seeing her naked this is weird that you know? was yeah. uh,
3: uncomfortable beyond belief Yeah,
0: it's like almost like rob zombie took uh, pleasure in like making us squirm because he was like, "I'm gonna take this i guess. this little Will. innocent girl from the Halloween franchise, and I'm gonna, you know, make her. Uh, I'm gonna make all and... these young,
2: all these like young horror fans' dreams come true by making her naked. That, uh, like, yeah, it well, very kind of. Hurting. There's yeah, moments yeah.
3: in that because Daniel Harris ages very gracefully. Oh yeah, absolutely. that I'm She's just cool. like, no, no, yeah. she looks just like her younger self, right. and this is so weird, it makes it even worse. I don't yeah, like yeah, this, and her screaming, yeah, blech. yeah.
2: God damn I feel like it's gonna be Jenna Ortega in the future too, though. Like she's oh, gonna look like a little kid forever. She'll still, yeah, like, yeah, she'll be
3: forty. She's, like, she's a cutie
2: and this and that, but yeah, I, I play I a just, teenager I still. Like, I, I can't look at Jenna Ortega and find any like sexual attraction at all in her because she just like a cute even little X, kid.
3: I was a little uncomfortable. I'm like you're too young I, I to be too, in this film, like, she and she wasn't. But I'm like,
2: yeah, I, I didn't, I did not find. Any hey, at least we know we're decent
3: people. If anything, that makes us pretty good. Where I'm like, that is not right. Did anybody watch Jenna
2: Ortega on SNL last weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. The, the beginning half was really good. The, it kind of felt like it ended kind of slow. The Waffle House scene was great, but... Uh, I'm the, sort of like one twins... of the
0: last defenders of that show. I watch it every week, so...
2: Uh, yeah, we still watch. We may not get to watch it on Saturday, but we'll watch it still. I'll, I'll still say this right now. Pedro Pascal was like probably one of the best
0: Oh, he's fucking episodes. awesome, yeah. Uh,
2: that, that that episode was just a banger all the way through.
0: Well, sort of... I, I'm guessing Tim Burton has his new muse now that we're hearing she's going to be in Beetlejuice 2. I'm like... Sorry, Dep, like you're out. Uh, we have he has his yeah. new young muse that to replace you. And I'm sort of like I'm, I'm a little conflicted on that in general, too, because it's like, yeah, don't, it,
2: over, don't do it, overdo it. Right.
0: It's, we're having another Jamie Lee where it's like she has she she kicked it off and she did the fog prom night, Halloween, Halloween, too. And then it was like she's she's wow. like, I want to get out of horror. And they're like, no, you're the you're the screen queen now. And I really hope that doesn't happen to Jenna because she's fantastic. But you know, and, and if if she's okay with that, right on. But like, I just hope that it, she doesn't get typecast, and she already has. But I just hope yeah. that she right. can, because she she, she's she. I mean, we watched SNL. She was very funny there too. She's so like, she can be funny. She. Can I bet be, she exactly. really still regrets She'd Wednesday be though,
3: because she was apprehensive on Wednesday to begin with, because well, she, she had she turned, it turned it down. Yeah, so many times. she yeah. did TV and stuff like that, and just didn't want to do that. And now it's like she cannot stand doing that dance. It's like, like hey,
0: yeah, every, every late, let's go on Jimmy Fallon and do the dance again. And yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like that's going to be her man. for the rest of her life now. Exactly. I think
3: it's funny that all they do is show that 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 dance thing, but they're playing music that's not actually in the can't, show. Yeah, they can't get the cramp, so they play yeah. that other song that I'm like, wait, is this the actual because I've heard it so many times now. I'm like, wait, that, that wasn't the song, right? Because right, all I do yeah. is hear that song, you know. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, she can rise above and uh, do serious roles and but she's going to have a hard time with just her size and just her look to like right. play a completely different well, person. I think it
0: was at the SAG awards, her and Aubrey Plaza did a bit yes. where they both came out and they played off each other. And it was like, we need a buddy movie between them. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's, that's out of horror. And they could be both be like very dry, just uh, right. I don't care. sort of bitchy. Yeah. Uh, sisters or something. That would be hilarious. Like that's a way for them. I mean, then again, that's sort of typecasting. Uh, Arby Plaza, but it's like she's good at that. So, but yeah.
2: that's she's good at. She knows that, and that's what, all of her freaking roles. She's pretty much just doing that thing. Hell, even on White Lotus, she was still doing like that right there, you know.
0: Except for when she but, played the mom in Child's Play. What a weird. I know. I thought and about
3: that, and I was just like, you know what? She, all right, she's doing okay. Like, why? I, I, I why I is she going for this douche? For but no, yeah. I, I still like it. It's fine. I like it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not. A
3: I like the it's, creepy the Jack thing. Black uh, maintenance guy. Sorry, it looks just <laughs> yeah. like Jack Black. I'm like, it. Eh, I can't.
0: Okay, well, I guess we should wrap this up. Any final thoughts on Scream that you guys, either of you had before we say goodbye?
3: Uh, I bitched a lot less. I didn't feel as angry about this film. Well, I, I, we, we
0: tried really hard. Fun. I was over at Blake's house the other night, and we started just barely talking about it. I'm like, no. We yeah, got to stop, stop because we yeah. got to record. I mean, this later. I also
3: had problems because I was like, "Shit, what am I going to talk about?" Because I'm like, yeah, "It was all right." Like, yeah, I'm like, "It's my
0: medication just yeah, working really Blake, well." Blake doesn't I'm know positive? how to talk about movies unless he's complaining <laughs> like about them. So.
2: We can we can find a million ways to dissect even a really good movie it, and find either something wrong with it or some plot holes. Oh in that. Well, yeah. but All I'm just going to say about this is like, kudos to Radio Silence for taking a franchise that's beloved by one of the greatest. My personal favorite horror film director of all time, and Kevin Williamson's writing, because let's face it, it's Kevin Williamson's movie. You know, what I mean, Wes Craven took it and, and directed it, and, and it's his name's on the front every time. But if it wasn't for that little dream Kevin Williamson had, or that night where he was stayed at somebody's house, house it, you know, and then got the idea to write this script here, we wouldn't have this amazing franchise. Right. And let's give it up for, for Radio Silence for being able to take it on and continue it on a positive level and still bring enjoyment and create one of the highest grossing or the highest grossing mo- screen movie in the franchise or whatever you know yeah.
0: they they did what david opening gordon, opening weekend they did what david gordon green and uh what's his name couldn't do uh, no, they Danny couldn't. mcbride they and I, couldn't. I made a sequel that worked yeah. yeah and i you know what i still love that that trilogy but it is not on the same level the like, first
3: one is solid no. there's a lot of potential in that first halloween movie but But we have two solid screams
0: that feel like Wes Craven esque, and they do. They they, they feel right in in place. They fit. Yeah, they they They, feel better. They fit better in this franchise than the third one. Let's be honest. It's crazy. They do. If you flip Halloween
2: Kills, if you flip Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, and leave it like okay, edit it different. Yeah. To where like in, in. we meet the, yeah. s- the second one, it should have been like, Oh, something fun where we got this like wannabe copycat cat killer Michael Myers, you no. Know? But then go full fledged Michael Myers in the trilogy. They got too right there. creative
3: in that damn series and it, it, it yeah, but, I, but you're I, right, I, you're right talking about Scream Three. Like if you just remove Scream Three, had Sydney finally come back to Woodsboro several years down the road in Scream Four, have that as the three movies, and then these two are the start of a, a you know the you know, th- Yeah. yeah there you go that's beautiful scream three see you later we don't need you it's not like you did anything yeah <laughs> what did it bring the, i have a stepbrother this, we or something. don't have
2: roman bridger's brother and record <laughs> so,
3: yeah. you know it was we, we, we need roman the brother Bridger.
0: it was on like mtv or something the other night like i have youtube tv and i was flipping through it two in the morning and they were showing them all in order and i caught the end of scream two and the beginning of scream three and i watched i went back and watched them all before scream five again but i'm just like every time i watch scream three i'm like man and once again, we talked about it, it's like a product of its time. Jay and Silent Bob and all the weird cameos, and I was, I'm like, this is a time capsule. It like, is. And not a good one, necessarily, no. but it's still like, you know, we can go back and be like, I remember that time where it was cool to put this kind of shit in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, you
2: guys need to come down to Kansas City this year for my or Screamathon that I have every year on West that that day. I, you know, every August, I celebrate West Craven's catalog. He was you know, born August 2nd, 1939, and then, you know, passes away August 30th, 2015, so he was born in the same month that he died in, so it's like at the beginning and at the end, so I celebrate his whole catalog all month long, but every year on his death anniversary, I watch the entire Scream series start to finish, and that's including these new ones now, because I just think, well, Scream 5 has a beautiful Wes Craven tribute, you know, and feel to it, and I'm, well, We'll oh, and throw this one in there too because it's just it goes perfectly with every single screen movie.
3: Yeah. I was I was happy not to really hear too much about stab in this film. Yeah. If they even mentioned it or not, but I I, I hate hearing the word stab. Get rid of it. It's I, over with. Let's focus. I on
2: want that. my Stab box set, goddammit. I want I, I you want You could my make own it. Stab well, I have a feeling well, I think Cavity Colors is gonna come out with some staff T shirts or whatever, they well, teased something today. Yeah. Well it's it's, it's sort of
0: weird how Ghostface is is technically a different license than Scream, so you see all these products that say Ghostface, none of them say Scream because they don't have to pay the dimension for but, the yeah, it's a pretty good loop. Well for.
2: yeah, there's that and then there's the whole thing with like Thunderl, the, the right. creators of the Ghostface mask, you know. And, the only thing they asked for was that their name gets mentioned in every credit, you know, and, and Jill, my wife used to work for A C. And they were doing the copy for this movie. It's like, God, think about Fun Roll. I'm going to flip and scream out. You know? <laughs> did like, you did you get
3: any of the uh, uh, memorabilia from the theaters and stuff like that's that? That's the one
2: from... thing I'm gonna say about this movie is look they has really got it good off. job. Oh, I want one of those cups. <laughs> they they did a good job. I got a few of these posters too.
3: Oh man, you know, they did a good you got job. the good stuff. Gary's always yeah, got
2: the good stuff. I I try, to, you know. I mean, if you look at my table right here, I got my game controllers, and then of course I got a Michael Myers. And then a ghost face right next to him because they are like simultaneously nice. one and the same, you know what yeah. I mean? It it is what it is. But yeah, I, I Jill didn't even know they were doing this and she works for the freaking company. Well, I think she, most you know, companies, she isn't creative and this and that. But
3: well, yeah, it's cool that they have those though. Like I I didn't even know those cups until I got showed the other day I, that AMC I, had anything going on.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, she worked on her and didn't even know they were doing that. You know, it was like the day of the movie, she's like, um, so apparently there's these ones that are going to be available. I'm like, holy shit, because I was geeking out. So I'm like, well, uh, I feel like I'm cheating on you, but I ordered the Cinemark popcorn bucket
1: <laughs> offline. Yeah, yeah. Milk, did you but, get the sipper I get
2: cups? It. No, I didn't, I didn't like the way they looked. I thought oh. they like, kind of looked cheesy. That, bu- that bucket looked dope, though, so yeah. I am like, I had yeah. to get it. No. We got the buckets,
0: but, uh, but I did, did you order the,
3: the cups, Blake? So I ordered the cups. And I have a second popcorn bucket coming. Because a friend of mine, within like like 20 minutes, she's like, I'll go check the theater now for you guys in Des Moines. And she went and got four buckets for us.
2: Nice. That's awesome. I hope we maybe come across another one later down the line, too, somewhere or another. Because yeah. I want one to display. one to keep up. I do have two of the uh, Ecto-1 popcorn buckets that came out Ooh, for Afterlife. Fancy. You know, but that happened by mistake because we ordered it offline. I'm like, well, they sent two. So I'm like, well, cool. I'm going to keep one wrapped up and I'm starting to get more in the little where I'm taking my toys out of their plastic wrap now, you know, it's like, yeah. cause they, they're, they're really good photo ops, you know, like take pictures. I mean, I got one of my gremlins sitting next to my Coleco, like little mini arcade, like, like Gizmo was playing in the original gremlins, you know, like, oh well, nice. that's perfect. Yeah. Like, I'll have not sitting there playing that, you know, it's like fun with it. And I know you got a great toy shrine, right? dad. So.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you've been, yeah. uh, you've been hosting some like, uh, video game nights at, at Screen Land Armor, right? In their basement and their yeah.
2: Their new rewind, uh, rewind video dive bar, yeah, it's like a total VHS bar, but they got like CRTs all over the place with like, uh, retro video games set up and like, yeah, the last one I did was Friday the 13th. I'm like, why are we not playing Friday the 13th movies down here? I mean, let me just set up all kinds of like NES games and shit and just this place out, you know? So I've been doing that too. Plus we just, uh, I just had a, our very first, uh, gaming expo that we put together, we've been working on for like two years now. And we, we did that this last weekend and it was, quite successful actually so it looks like we'll be doing it again next year so
0: yeah i saw the pictures it looked awesome so it's good to see you like sort of getting back into that and getting back into doing events and i know uh yeah. Jill, jill's been busy making movies you know so I mean, uh, yeah, I mean yeah i mean good yeah, for yeah. her
2: i was really pissed that i you know had a little bit of time off like man i really thought about pulling out to uh maryland with her for this shoot here yeah. like just, just to say that i'm working on a movie that's being produced by eduardo and I'm like that ah, Hopefully she uses my eyebrows to one way or another, but I'm
0: not cross my fingers. <laughs> All right, Gary. Well, it's been awesome talking to you as always, uh, Blake. Thanks for joining. Yeah. It's awesome talking to the two biggest screen fans I know, and uh, we'll have to do it again because I, I gar- they haven't officially. Uh, they've actually waited. What was it? The last one was like the week after. So yeah. I'm expecting it might have even happened while we we're sitting here talking. It could have dropped that they they greenlit another one, but you they did. already greenlit it. It's it already they? Been greenlit. I, I yeah, had. They- I hadn't heard they anything official. They got
2: greenlit official. the day of opening day. They said Scream Seven officially greenlit.
0: Okay. So I just uh, I knew that they're working on uh, the requel for Escape from New York, but uh, you know, so hopefully Radio Silence stays on and they don't get too busy. But you know, there's always room yeah. for more for more good movies. So again, thank you guys, and uh, I yeah. guess we'll catch you next year, hopefully yeah, on yeah. Uh, Scream Seven. As long as they call it Scream 7, baby. I I love the fact they went ahead and kept it in Scream 6 because you kind of messed it up. Yeah,
2: I got to go with it.
0: Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. A special thank you goes out to my friend Scott Schreiner for our intro and outro music. We'll see you next week on First Time Podcast.